here's what you need to know. We have breaking news in the NFL as Ian Rappaport reporting that the Eagles have reached an agreement on a massive contract extension with quarterback Jalen Hurts. It's worth up to $255 million over five years. $179.3 million of it is guaranteed. The deal includes a no-trade clause, and it's the first contract the Philadelphia Eagles have ever given out that does include a no-trade clause. Other NFL news, Tom Pelissero saying that Jets All-Pro defensive lineman Quinnen Williams won't report for the start of the team's voluntary offseason program today. Williams had said at the end of the season that he wouldn't attend OTAs without a new contract. He is currently playing on his fifth-year player option. The Buccaneers set to sign former Chargers offensive lineman Matt Filer, and in the NBA, the Heat beat the Bucks, the top seed in the East, in Milwaukee, 130-117. Giannis Antetokounmpo injured his back and would miss the second half. I'm Kevin Wired. This is The Insiders, taking you inside the lines and behind the scenes of NDSU and around the region. I hang heavy on your thoughts because you are the bison god. That should be a penalty. The Insiders. Do you have any other questions? You know it. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. Uh, okay, but so what are you saying? These guys do an unbelievable job and, you know, tune into the Insiders. I did have one. I do not apologize for taking it out of the six-pack. First thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. The prices were that shocking. I wasn't listening. I'm an old soul. You... Now, here are the insiders. Well, we're waiting. Back from the weekend here with you inside the Therald's and Ethanol Broadcast Center. Gang's all here to kick off another week. Andy, Kyle, Micah behind the board as well. A lot less snow here today than there was a week ago this day. I'm happy to see that. I did experience some snow coming back from the cities. A little uh, family wedding over the weekend down there. It went from 85 degrees on Friday when I got down to 40 degrees on Saturday to snowing all day on Sunday and in an inch plus of uh, accumulation down there. So I'm happy we came up here and there wasn't more snow. I was expecting to see like another foot or something, but there isn't. That's good news. So. Were you surprised? A I mean, bit. it's the Midwest, man. Like, this is what happens. A little bit. Uh, not surprised at the snow. Surprised I came back here and there wasn't more. Like, I think oh, that okay. that little blip actually missed this area, which has been a rarity this year, that there was snow falling, you know, just to the, uh, the east, but there wasn't snow here. I think the only surprise in weather in the Midwest is consistency. Like, if, yeah, if that happens, true. then you're like, wait, what is happening? Here? Yeah. Like, you know, 75 degrees for two weeks straight. Like, this, is, this isn't Southern California. But when it goes from, like, 90 to 50, I'm actually not that shocked. Oh, no, right not at all. Makes not sense. one bit. So uh, getting a little bit closer to actually seeing all the grass out there in the area. But uh, appreciate everybody listening in early here on a Monday, two-hour tour of some sports for you. Uh, a couple of, uh, of good segments for sure. Uh, the other ones we'll see that kind of up in the air at this point for a Monday. But uh, looking forward to it. And uh, back from the weekend, anything exciting in the Emanuel household over the weekend? Any dog parks? Is that a thing now? Or we did a uh, we did a, a charity five k. There you go. And we brought the dog, and uh, I won't get into details, but it, he was he was a uh, he was a terror. He was not well behaved. But we we finished the five k. I think we got him by the end uh, of I think it. We got, like, no, he was definitely walking. He just wasn't walking where you wanted him to. 
had a couple other incidents. Nothing terrible, but just wasn't fun. I think we got like second to last place in the 5K. Okay. We were walking. Better than last place. Um, but it, it didn't go well. Um, but we finished. We got her done. So there you go. That was kind of our uh, that was our fun time for the weekend. Way to be active. Proud of you. Yeah, three mile. Three. I think it's three point one miles. Something like that. Five k. Like, yeah. yeah. Marathon. Tw- the the twenty six is nothing. It's that point two at the end that really gets you on a on a marathon. The twenty six point. I've always said sure. like I want to do a marathon. Sure. Like it's on do my it. bucket list. Um, I was kind of sore. Not sore, but like a little bit sore after walking three three. I'm embarrassed to say this. Yeah, by the right. way, as a former professional athlete, I am embarrassed to say this, but. I do not do long cardio. I just don't do it. Like it's a workout, but I lift weights and things like that. Like I walked three miles and I was like, okay, so only 23 to go and I could do a marathon. I've done one and I always said I'd do another one after that. Haven't quite gotten no, around just to do that. The, just do yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, doing one's a pretty good accomplishment, I feel like. So maybe I've done a couple of the halves, maybe do one more down the, uh, down the road. And of course, Mike is going to. He's probably the greatest marathon well, yeah. runner we've ever Should seen. Add that to Stamina the list, and cardio. Uh, don't add that to the list. So. I don't like running. Or sprint long distance. Sure. I don't like running running long. Distance. I don't think you like running short distance either. <laughs> I, I like running short distance. It's it's a short distance, so it's pretty fun. If you yeah, don't know, thirty yards. He's really good. At if it. you don't know what we're talking about, go find it on Twitter. Micah Bindi running a forty yard dash was comical to say the least. Thirty yard dash. He's got that thing dialed in though. Well, when anytime you run thirty yards in there, ah, that was slow, and then you start to like Kramer. You would never survive a Coach Kramer NDSU football workout. You know that, right? Because you get called back and everything. Because you didn't finish through the line. I didn't finish through the line on one of them? Well, you, the one that you oh, saw. Maybe. The one maybe, that you I saw, I was just there. like, I got to conserve my energy for it's, the rest of them. It's a lesson for life, well, Micah. Like, you got to finish. What you, how, <laughs> it's, how you finish anything is how you finish exactly. everything. Exactly. I want to know my 10-yard split. 2.5. I think I was faster See, than what that. you got to do <laughs> for the Coach Kramer thing, you got to start a little slower and then sprint through the line. Make it look like I, I got faster as we went. Coaches have an instinct of knowing when you're not trying yeah, as hard yeah. as you and then can. Not, and then you're defeating the purpose, Andy. You're not getting better. Yeah, but you're also not looking better at the end. Well, it just depends what your mindset is. Are <laughs> or the coach get, is looking at the end or they're looking at the whole time. Yeah, probably the whole thing. You're trying yeah. to get better? You're trying, trying to, get, to get, I'm trying to find a loophole, Kyle. That's what try, I'm trying, trying to, to do. Trying to get through okay? it or you're trying to get better? I'm trying to find myself a loophole. That's what I'm trying to it's do. It's not how you hang banners point. right there, Andy. <laughs> it definitely isn't. That's why that's I was you, on the NDSU that's football that's team. That's how you go six and five. That's why I was playing uh, soccer at a small school in Iowa, you know, and uh, probably not playing D1 professional uh, sports or anything like that. So, Fair enough. Unfortunately for my athletic career. A fun show for you, though. We do have Logan Campbell that we're stopping in, so this conversation that's already off the rails would get even more off the rails would be my guess. At 11.20, she'll be stopping by, talking a little bit of everything. She's been at a lot of spring ball practices for NDSU, so get her thoughts on who's standing out to her. Uh, we'll ask her that, and then she'll ask Kyle who's standing out to him, and we'll have her in to talk about that. She did a great piece on Grant Nelson uh, about a week or so ago as he's continuing you know, uncharted waters for, for him and for many people around the, the state of North Dakota in terms of looking at the NBA as a legitimate possibility and what that is like. Uh, get her thoughts from going through on, on that great piece she put together about a week or so ago. And also, you know, we know by now she's a, a big, you know, Washington Commanders fan, Washington football, football team. team, whatever you want to call them. She has been her whole life. And uh, so with the the sale or the impending sale of Washington, it looks closer now than it's ever been. I get her thoughts on that. And 
I don't even know this. Micah and Kyle, you guys apparently have seen There's a new bid for them that might be $7 billion. It just keeps going up and up. We looks like we got ourselves a bidding war out yeah, in I Washington. Don't, I don't know if that was a rumor. This has not been confirmed. I saw it on Twitter. But, yeah, someone was uh, put it out there that there has been a new bid, potentially $7 billion cash, which if you have $7 billion just sitting around Do in a bank, good for like you. Is like a billion-dollar bill? Because that, that's a lot of yeah. brief, briefcases filled up for $7 billion is quite a bit for a cash offer. Like. Well, I don't think it'll be oh. literally cash. Okay. More so, it's not being financed. I think is the gotcha. is the is the terms we're looking for here. But yeah, apparently a new offer because we reported last week. You know, seemed like a done deal, but it's not a done deal yet. Like nothing's been. Signed. Josh Harris, the New Jersey Devils, seventy sixers owner guy, seven billion, which is approximately what one point two over what they were valued at, mm-hmm. something like that. So. Potentially some new things going on there in the world of the football team. And these owners, I mean, these well, these people who you know are bidding for this, they're not dumb business people. That's why they're billionaires. So you must think, okay, I'm paying 1.2 billion more than you know what Forbes has said they're worth. They've got to have some information. Where like, yeah, if I hold on to it for 10 years, it's going to be worth that. like it's the not, ROI is going to be. It's not going to be down. something like that. It's not right? going down. I mean, look. I mean, just look at. I mean, what did Jerry? And granted, this is what 30, 40 years ago. But like, what did Jerry Jones pay for the Cowboys? It was under a bill. I think it was like two hundred million or something. It was crazy low. And now the the Cowboys are valued at seven billion. I think they'd be sold for closer to nine personally if they were ever put up for sale. I mean, NFL franchises have seen exponential growth. I don't think it's stopping. Outside of all of a sudden, Americans don't like football anymore. I, I see. There's there's no way that. Their valuation is not just going to keep going up and up. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, there's – I don't even want to know what the discussions are like and the, all the analytics and the numbers you're going to look through when you're trying to make a purchase this large. But that's why, like we said, Andy, that's why those guys are billionaires and we're not. I don't think we know the name of the person with the anonymous $7 billion cash offer. Yet. I do. I, I kind of thought it was <laughs> – I thought it was Micah Bindi hit a parlay. I did too. Yeah, that's why I think he knows the name. Mike, did you hit a parlay? Was it you? No, I didn't put the $7 billion in cash in. But uh, it's actually Brian Davis. He's a D.C. native, former Minnesota Timberwolf and Duke Blue Devil basketball player. All right. Really? I mean, he must have done pretty well because he definitely didn't make that money playing for the Timberwolves. <laughs> tell you that. I think he's a business savvy guy. Yeah, it sure sounds Apparently. like it. If you got $7 billion between the couch cushions, it sure sounds like he's a businessman. That's, that's impressive. Way to go. Good for him. Biggest. That's the biggest news in Timberwolves history right there. That's a successful a successful Timberwolves player for a success from the Timberwolves. Oh no, there we're already go. transitioning. Oh yeah, we're gonna. I get can't that. wait till Andy's rant. We're gonna get into that. Andy now, gave me a preview of his rant before the show. We were talking. Are we having a Rick House rant today? I don't know if we get Rick House. It was rant. close. It's it's pretty. Maybe we we'll have to play the music, but uh, we'll, we'll discuss that around noon. Why I was right, you even right. though I was wrong on the Timberwolves. I was wrong, but I was still. Actually, a little bit right. You weren't right. No, you were wrong. How you far are you lifting up the goalposts and moving them for this discussion? Far. I I think they're there's. It's almost like instead of moving them, you know, it's like an NFL goalpost, and I shrunk them like the it's like XF or uh, what is it? Arena football. Arena football. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't move them. I may just shrunk them a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You, I'm just wondering how far how far we're how far we're shifting here. Yeah, just a little bit. So yeah, and again, I was right, but I was. Andy wrong. predicted that you basically. Gave yourself the easiest prediction. Like, they're either going to win or they're going to lose was essentially your prediction. Oh, I said they were either going to beat the Lakers or they're going to lose both playing games and not make the playoffs. And you were wrong. I was wrong. They did beat Oklahoma City. They played better than I thought they were going to, quite honestly, in that game. But also I was right. Their season was over when they won that game. 
Oh, okay. Based off game one where they lost out of what thirty something would be my guess. One tw- one twenty nine to eighty or one twenty seven to eighty. They scored eighty points in an NBA game, which so, is like you're playing so in the eighties. Not great. So about forty points, almost fifty points. If it was one twenty seven to eighty, I thought it was like forty. I thought it was like a twenty nine point well, loss. One oh nine to eighty. One oh nine. One oh nine to eighty. So basically thirty points. Twenty nine. Yeah. They they played. I didn't watch the rest. It wasn't worth watching. We'll get into that later. Don't get to that stuff. Uh, Logan Campbell will join us at uh, 1120 today. Go over her thoughts on spring ball, Washington, a whole bunch of things like that. Also kind of uh, keep keep up to date. Keep tabs on what's happening with NDSU softball. Believe it or not, Mother Nature's played a role in things once again. Uh, the softball team was supposed to be playing over the weekend down in Brookings against SDSU. Games got moved around because of weather and snow that was, again, going through South Dakota and into Minnesota and somehow missed the upper mid you know the north dakota at least uh, part of the upper midwest here uh, missed fargo but uh, they got stuff moved to yesterday played yesterday it was a four nothing defeat for ndsu in game number one uh, but they are playing today as well and an update for you they're up two to nothing right now just scored a couple of runs up two to nothing in the top of the first. Bella Dean, the freshman, with a two RBI double to the left center field gap. Our good friend Tyler Merriam is calling those games. It's also on the stream on GoBison.com. Maybe we just turn that thing on for a couple of seconds and see what's uh, happening there with NDSU softball. Always a good day when mm-hmm. NDSU is beating South Coast State. Always, Always a very, very great news. Good day. Good, good news of Monday. And nope. NDSU baseball, on the other hand. Uh, they got their games shifted a little bit. They just played a doubleheader Friday and then a game on Saturday instead of the Friday, Saturday, Sunday original plan because of the snow coming through on Sunday in the Twin Cities. Um, they fell in their series finale against St. Thomas 2-1, to one, but they won the first two games. They win that series again on the road, winning another series two games to one there against the Tommies. We will hear from head coach of Tyler Oaks tomorrow. That is, I'm moving it from Friday. We've had so many Fridays moved around. The weather's been just horrendous for them and, and having to move games around. So we're going to give Coach a, a little bit of a break from the Friday schedule and have him on uh, tomorrow on the program. Looking forward uh, to that as they won another series, this one on the road down in St. Paul against the St. Thomas Tommies. But before we take our first break, Micah Bindi told us with about three minutes before the show started that there was breaking Minnesota Vikings news. So breaking news sounder, I think this still qualifies, breaking news sounder, you told us that the Vikings signed somebody, correct? Yes, they did indeed sign somebody. Ian Rappaport didn't even put a position in his tweet. This is from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. The tweet is, or the person is, that they have signed. Jawan Williams. Jawan Williams. I was like, I could have forgot the name. Jawan Williams. Jawan Williams. And I look, and Ian Rappaport... Didn't put a position. I'm like, huh, who's this guy? So we had a discussion. And you guys I, were going to guess. I, I decided I wanted us to guess this on the air because I asked Kyle, do you know who Jawan Williams is? And he said, who? by the way, his name spelled. I, I saw the tweet. I didn't see a position. Didn't cheat. Joe, J-O-E, Juan, right? Yeah, that's how it's spelled. Jawan. Joe Juan. Okay, Jawan Williams. Jawan Williams. And he was a former second round pick of the New England Patriots. Second round pick, 45th overall in 2019 draft by the New England Patriots. So fairly recent. 2019, 45th overall pick. Started one game, 36 uh, games played in. Okay. okay. And this is from New England, 2019, former second round pick. Traded, not traded, but signed by the signed Vikings. by the Vikings. Okay, so do I get a from go first? Vanderbilt? Correct. From Vanderbilt. From Vanderbilt. Yes. Vanderbilt. SEC. We both get a guess here. 
So I was going to go offensive line, but when you say he started one game, but he appeared in 36 offensive linemen, they're not playing special teams. Usually don't rotate. So I'm going to go corner back. Okay. You're going to go with corner back. I'm going to go. I'm going to go on the defensive side as well. I'm going to say he is a defensive tackle. Let me say they rotate a little bit, get a yeah. guy in. There's like a third down, you know, st- run stopper defensive tackle that they could use. Point, Kyle. Ah, yes. back Got the cornerback. <laughs> Jawan Williams. That was a pretty obvious one. Not obvious. Did you want to guess cornerback? And I, I probably wouldn't you? have. I, I, would, I just wanted to be different I was, than you. I wanted I to really have one in mind. Line. Okay, so the what star made, cornerback. What made you go corner again? I didn't understand because, it. Okay, so you said he played it. He started one game, but he played in 36. Uh-huh. Offensive linemen typically don't rotate. So if you're not starting, you're probably not playing. If you say he started one game and played in like five, like, okay, he could have. A couple injuries he got injury. in midway. Yeah. But to play in 36, you either got to be playing special teams or you got to rotate in. Offensive linemen don't play special teams. Well, actually, I take that back. He could have been on a field goal team. Yeah. But. You're anyway, thinking the guy's a corner, he's a gunner. He's he's a gunner, he's a nickel, he's coming in on on nickel, whatever. Like he's getting into the game. So your little stat there helped me. Nice. Thanks, You're welcome. You. Cornerback. There you go. Big Vikings news. Big so, signee. So big that Ian Rappaport didn't even know the position. Because if Ian Rappaport knew the position, he would have tweeted it out. It would have been done. Uh, but didn't put it in his original tweet. So we got that big Vikings news. They have uh, signed a cornerback, which they do need. They only, I believe, had three healthy ones on the roster. Uh, before this signing. So they got somebody, and I would assume there's going to be one, maybe two more, either drafted or free agents or something like that uh, once the draft gets going. Maybe Brian Flores knows something because, one, he's been in the AFC, so he's like, I've seen this guy. Yeah, I want him at least maybe for special teams, maybe for defense. Uh, I looked at his stats. I think he's in his career. He has eight pass passes deflected defense. Defended. defended. Yeah. Passes yeah. defended. Eight and 36 games. Yeah. Going to be a depth guy. I don't think we're going to be seeing Juwan Williams probably on the field a whole lot, but uh, there's something needed a corner, and they went on and got someone. So breaking news: uh, Juwan Williams, former uh, 2019 second round pick of the New England Patriots, a cornerback from Vanderbilt, now on the Minnesota Vikings. Just what everyone was tuning in for at the very beginning of the show. So Jalen Hurts has signed a new deal. That was some breaking NFL news right before the show. We'll dive into that. Get Kyle's thoughts on the new deal. $255 million over five years, $51 million a year, and something like $180 million guaranteed at signing. We'll do this a little bit more deep dive later, but your initial reaction is? Well, my initial reaction was like, it, it seems a little soon. He, he had the one kind of good year, but and then obviously the phenomenal year last year, but it makes sense. It, it really does. In the world of the NFL, especially when it comes to quarterbacks, like, you got to get it done early. We're seeing yeah. that with Lamar Jackson. Like he has an agent. He, I believe, that would make him the highest paid quarterback, and probably not not the most guaranteed. But he's going to be, if not the highest, close to the highest paid quarterback. He just continues, and I'll get into more of this later. But like he just continues to defy the odds. He was at Alabama. He gets benched. He goes to Oklahoma. Has a really good year as a Heisman finalist, I believe. Um, I still didn't know how well he was going to translate to the NFL, and he's just continued to get better. And nobody bought him after Oklahoma, right? Like it wasn't going right. to be that top ten pick. No. He obviously slid to the second, second round, round pick. Uh, didn't didn't know how his his game was going to translate. He's gotten so much better. I think as a well, we all knew he was he's incredibly strong for a quarterback. He obviously can run the ball, but I think I just think his progression as a passer has just gotten so much better. And the way that they with Nick Sirianni and the way they're running their offense, he is a perfect fit for them. As long as he stays healthy, I. 
it makes sense. It's a good deal. And like and like you were saying, like Justin Herbert is coming up, Joe Burrow's coming up. They wanted to get ahead of that, so now they don't have to try and compete with those contracts, whatever those come out to be. So they got it done. They got their guy. Now they don't have to deal with all the drama of of wondering because this was his last year because he was a second round pick. Mm-hmm. It makes You're sense. not going into the last year of a deal of a rookie deal without a right. contract Real, sign. And then you have to talk about it every single yeah. week, which is good for Jalen as well. So it does make a lot of sense. It's a ton of money, but with the salary cap going to be going up and up and up, I think. Joe Burrow's going to get more than this. Justin Herbert's probably going to get more than this. If Lamar Jackson ever gets a long-term deal, probably going to get more than that. Same for the next guys. When Trevor Lawrence is up in a couple of years, he'll end up getting more too. It's just uh, the natural progression of the way things go. And now Kirk Cousins at $35 million doesn't seem like that bad of a deal, <laughs> to be honest Discount. with you. Yeah, it's cheap deal for right. uh, old Kirk Cousins. This hour of The Insiders brought to you by Rick Electric. If you're a great electrician working for a bad company, then make the jump over to Rick Electric. They're a great company, great pay, benefits, great team to work with as well. Greg, uh, Rick is phenomenal running that uh, that whole entire uh, business there. Get to work on some really cool, awesome projects as well in the FM area. I've been serving the FM area for over 56 years, providing great electrical services for homes and businesses. Visit them online at rickelectric.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Logan Campbell stops by. Our thoughts on NDSU Spring Ball, Grant Nelson, and are the Washington Commanders actually finally going to be sold? That's next. North Dakota State football plays here. Bison 1660. So most companies claim they have good people, good product, good customer service, but the question is how often? We go the extra mile to take care of our dealers and our growers, and more importantly, their families and their customers. Proceed tries to bring a family-like experience. Farmers, we want to understand what their challenges are. We also want to bring products to them that help them overcome those challenges so that they can be as successful as possible. Need seed, think Proceed. Proceed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. Senator Rob Kupak is considering legislation that some claim benefits patients, but the truth is there are no guaranteed patient savings at the pharmacy counter. Only an unelected, taxpayer-funded board that can pave the way for big insurance and the PBMs they own to make record profits at the expense of patients. The people of Senate District 4 deserve guaranteed lower out-of-pocket costs and more affordable treatment options, not laws likely to benefit billion-dollar corporate interests. Don't let Senator Kupak sell you out to big insurance and PBMs. Paid for by Minnesotans for Freedom. In 1953, Bill Samuels created a simple bourbon, while Margie Samuels worked on her creative vision. A bottle, hand-dipped in red wax, wrapped in a hand-cut label, filled with handcrafted bourbon that elevated flavor and remains unchanged as of today. Aromas of woody oak, caramel, and vanilla, with a taste that is sweet and balanced with caramel, vanilla, and fruity essences. Every barrel of Maker's Mark is aged to taste, not time. Maker's Mark, the star of your home bar. Please drink me. Possibly. Location, location, location. If you are a business owner looking for your next commercial space, Epic Companies has the best options for you. Whether you are looking for 1,000 square feet of commercial space or 50,000, Epic Companies has what you're looking for. We have properties in West Fargo, South Fargo, Downtown Fargo, and Moorhead. Move-in incentives are currently available for a number of our properties and can be discussed with Zach, our Director of Realty. Visit EpicCompaniesND.com for more information. That's EpicCompaniesND.com. 
The Fargo Pop Expo returns with Eric Estrada April 22nd and 23rd at the Butler Building on the West Fargo Fairgrounds, FargoPopExpo.com. Saturday, April 22nd is the 65th annual Kiwanis Pancake Carnival at the Fargo Dome. Admission includes games for the kids, free parking, and all-you-can-eat pancakes. FargoPancakes.com. Sicky salutes our troops. Donate an item on the troop wish list and get a free Shiner Bock. All donations sent to our troops stationed away from home at Sicky's Garage. Snow, ice, and below zero temps. Typical Midwest weather, but not so kind to your vehicle. That's why Jiffy Lube of Fargo is here to make sure you have your vehicle in top working condition and ready for these winter roads and temps. Oil changes are the number one maintenance item that's neglected. At Jiffy Lube of Fargo, no appointment needed at any of the three locally owned locations. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, where you can do more in a Jiffy. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, proudly serving the metro area for five days. Dakota Refrigeration, now known as DRI, has been serving Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Montana for over four decades. Locally owned and operated since 1974, DRI is a full-service source for your refrigeration, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and electrical service needs. From the entryway to the kitchen, from hot to cold, from dreary to bright, DRI has you covered. DRI, formerly Dakota Refrigeration, with locations in Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot, online at DACREF.com. The puck drops at Twin Peaks. Come catch the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs with us. Score with their half-price wing special going on all month long. Every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in April, get into Twin Peaks and devour the largest wings in town. Are you a fan of Twin Peaks? Sign up for the E-Club to stay up to date on all things Twin Peaks. And score free stuff. Signing up is easy. Just visit TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash Peaks dash club to get started. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Bison 1660. Last night, Morgan Wallen beat you. Finally beat Kyle on one. This was my request because Micah screwed it up last he week. He did. So that doesn't count. I'm, still, I'm taking it. I'm counting it. Whatever. I got I got Joe Juan Williams, right? So <laughs> yeah, you did get Joe Juan I'm already Williams, up one right? on you. You're up one. We're tied now. One, one. Yeah, whatever. Going to a playoff like uh, Jordan Spieth. And Matthew Fitzpatrick. Thank you for bringing that up. Do you, me to, that do you want me to break that down for we, you? We didn't even talk golf in the whole first segment. I'm sure everyone's very thrilled about that. Uh, you can be a part of the show today. Call us up or text us, 701-476-1660. The Epic Company's hotline open for you. Or you can email into the program as well with any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you can uh, do that with studio at bison1660.com, the Rick Electric email Inbox in studio with us now, Logan Campbell, WDAY. Nice enough to stop on in in studio once again. Haven't had you in in a couple of months. Yeah, What's been, been changing in your world? What's been changing in my yeah. world? Anything different? No, just working a lot. I'm trying to even think what I'm even doing with work. Is it nice or not nice? Like every week for six months, you either went to the Fargo Dome and to the Shack for a couple I of honestly, games every week. It's a little, n- little I, weird. Yeah, it is weird. I honestly don't like the off season. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there with you, to be honest with it's, you. It's like having downtime. I just don't like having downtime. I don't know why. It's probably the East Coast in me, but I just like, want to be busy all the time. used to that busy, busy, busy exactly. New York life. I remember someone from the East Coast once told me they moved from like New York to San Francisco to slow down their life. And I was like, wait, what? San Francisco is crazy to me already. Like... That's just how you East Coast people are, I guess. Yeah, you just constantly need to be doing something or else you feel like you're doing something wrong. That's what I'm feeling like a little bit. But, like, we're doing draft stories with the draft coming up, Mm -hmm. so I've been kind of traveling all over the place 
getting some stories. So it's been it's been good. We had spring ball here. You know, it gives you a little extra something to yes. do too. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we get baseball and softball here eventually with actual home games to do. At some point, would be nice, right? It would be nice. Yes. I feel like we're gonna have them sooner than we did last year. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the crazy thing. It, it felt like we were never gonna have them. At least baseball and you know, softball is different because of the the turf, but. It, it feels like we're way behind schedule, and then you talk with people like Miles Johnson, the great SID, and he's like, well, actually, last year we didn't start playing any home games until May 4th. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, really? It just feels like we're way further behind than every year, but really we're kind of on track for what just typically happens in <laughs> in Fargo, North Dakota with baseball. I, I think I looked it up, and like softball is only going to have like two or three series before the regular season ends. Is that yeah. correct? Before when, Once they actually They were supposed home? to have a home series right. a couple weeks ago. Correct. got moved to Sioux Falls, but. Yeah, just the nature of the beast. And then baseball plays at home for the uh, Summit League Tournament this year as well at Newman Outdoor Field. So now you'll probably see a lot of highlights of that on your uh, your sports updates. I, I actually, right. we're, I don't know if actually I'm allowed to say that, but yes, you will see highlights. Well, yeah, you'll be <laughs> and there. And you might see more. You'll be there covering it for highlights and everything like and that. And you for might sure. see more. Well, we're looking right. forward to whatever the more is. I won't get further into that. Yeah, there no, we I just, go. Yeah, whoops. Love that. I mean, we'll have it for you on Bison 1660. I'll tell you that right here, right now. Um, but great to have you in. Thanks for stopping Thanks for in. Having me. Um, we're getting to a bunch of things here with you, okay. including spring ball and uh, a Grant Nelson. Great piece you had on him oh, like a week you. or so ago. Um, but first off, you're long time, lifelong. Would you say fan of the Washington mm-hmm. Commanders football team, et cetera, whatever they've been? <laughs> yep, et cetera. Okay, yep. There you go. Lifelong fan, unfortunately. Are you celebrating or oh, are you yeah. pessimistically optimistic? Like we're it's not, it's not done yet. It's, it's been not close yet. many a times before they're going to sell, and they haven't sold. So. It's not done yet. And I saw like someone else just came in today with this weird offer that people are kind of sketched out. Yeah, about. Micah won a parlay. It's him. You did. Yep. Go you. Um, <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> I don't. I'm excited for him to get out of there. I think once he's out of there, good change will come. I was celebrating when I found out, like in the office, and everyone's like, "Well, you don't even know what they were like when they were good." I'm like, "Yeah." So it'll be nice to finally start seeing what they're going to be like when they're good. But I don't know. I was we'll just have saying to he is the name of the current owner, like like Voldemort. I just can't say you know, the name. We actually weren't allowed to say his name, funny enough. So, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say it. So Dan just, Snyder. I was going to say, I'll say it. Yeah. Dan <laughs> Snyder. Yeah, we, when we had work there, we weren't allowed to say his name, which was weird. Wow. Yeah, there you was shall lots not be of, named. There was lots of weird. Makes rules. sense why there was uh, some turmoil, yeah. I guess you could say, inside of the Washington Commanders organization. Is there anything specific? I know it's hard to know. Like, I played and I still don't fully understand everything that an owner is involved in. I think it's different for each owner. Like, you look at Jerry Jones, he does everything. But is there anything specific you're looking for with this new ownership outside of maybe no scandals for the commanders? That'd be a good start. Yeah, (laughs) Off the field news, quieter. Yeah, Yeah, that would be a good start. Um, I honestly just think, I mean, I don't really know also what goes into being an owner of um, an organization. But I think just, like, bringing a positive – culture would be nice and getting people actually excited about the football team I everyone back at home is saying like DC is now an XFL team like XFL town they said that those games are absolutely electric the defenders games are the most fun games that they have like over the capitals the nationals and the commanders they said that those are the best so I think bringing like a fun atmosphere to the games would be another big one I think they said that they're the first order of business this is what Magic Johnson said, would be to build a new stadium, which they absolutely need. And it needs to be in a better location, something with more than just a Popeye's chicken around there. So I don't know. I, I Whatever the change is going to be, I just hope it's positive change. And I feel like any step is a good step in the right direction from Dan Snyder. Do you care where that new stadium would be? 
been some angst about that. It has to be like in the D.C. metro um, area or if it moves to a different location. So, I I mean, ideally, you'd want it to be in D.C. Mm-hmm. Mariel Bowser, the mayor, said that it wasn't going to be in D.C., but I don't know if she said that just because Dan Snyder was the owner. So then they were looking at Northern Virginia, which is where I'm from. So that would be cool. But the area that they're looking at, Northern Virginia, is like two hours away from everything. So that's not going to be ideal. Most of the fans are not uh, big fans of that. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But, like, Northern Virginia or in D.C. would be the spot for the stadium. So then there'd be another NFL team not playing in the actual – like like New York. Like the New yeah. York Giants like, play in New play Jersey. In New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Maybe Washington playing in Virginia. Well, they play in Landover, Maryland right now. They yeah. don't play in D.C. So Fair enough. It wouldn't be that different. That's true. D.C. is kind of – all Everything's so close. It's the it's East all, Coast. Yeah, exactly. They're all busy over there. <laughs> never take a break. They're all always the moving thing. around, doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, Logan Campbell in here with us. If it if it falls through, and like Don't say nobody, that. Do how not devastated. Speak that into, do not speak this that has into been. They're going to sell this thing like five times already. And it's never I would happened. actually genuinely be very upset. Okay. Like this is like the like I think the furthest along we've gotten to like something actually happening. So if it, it fell through. I think everyone would just be absolutely crushed. They were selling like actual like beer cans that like said like buy Dan. They were having parties all like at these bars and like these breweries and stuff. Everyone, like the whole entire town was so excited about it. So I think everyone would be pretty upset if it didn't happen. I think Dan Snyder t- sells it for uh, seven billion. He's also going to be doing a little bit of laughing too. I think it'll right. be just fine. Well, and that's the craziest thing is that he bought the organization for eight hundred million and now he's selling it for seven billion. He's done something right. See, told you. Most of the NFL Evaluation doing a lot of things right. Do not goes up. speak positively. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try not to too much. Maybe um, the NFL is just doing something right. Yeah, yeah. the NFL I would is think doing that's a lot of probably, things right. Yeah, the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they bring back Carson then, right? I don't think so. No, I think that shit might have yeah. sailed. Unfortunate. What? What name did you like the best? Like out of the new ones that they were coming up with? Well, no. Like, did you like the Redskins? Do you are you? I mean, did you I like d- the football team. I personally like the football team. I think I it's like funny. that one too. I think that one grew on everyone. You're just yeah. like, that's like so stupid. It's it's good. Right. It's like a Will Ferrell movie. It's right. So dumb, it's, it's so actually stupid. Funny. It's good. It's like mm-hmm. calling your cat cat. Like it, we're a football team. So what's your name? I know we're the, we're the football team. So mm-hmm. I like that one. I think people honestly were starting to like it, and then when they switched it to Commanders, everyone was like, "Oh, you should have just kept it. You should have just kept it." But everyone hates change, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think Commanders is bad. I think there were definitely better options. I think Red Wolves w- would have been really cool. I think that was a trademarked name though, so they couldn't get it. But I mean, it is what it is. I think everyone just calls it Washington at this point. Yeah. That's Pretty what close I call to that it. One. They're yep. forever the football team for me. I'm, I'm gonna I liked it. Team. I had like all this like Washington football gear. I'm like, well, now I can't even wear it because nope. that's not what they're calling anymore. Out of date. Just like exactly. that. Exactly. It's like well, buying an Adam Thielen jersey. So the biggest question that everyone's asking me is, and I don't know why I would know this, but they're like, oh, are they going to change the name and rebrand again? Which I don't think that they will. Just knowing what went into that, either. I don't think that they're going to. And it was kind of a rushed process when they did that. Four names in like seven years or whatever that would be. That seems like a lot. Yeah, I don't think that they're going to. What about uh, – so you, you're talking about drafts, but obviously probably more focus on Cody Mauk and NDSU mm-hmm. players. But like, do you have a wish list for the command? I have the commanders drafting at 16. Do you have a position that you would like them that they need to fill or a certain player? Do they need to trade up? Do they need to trade out? I mean, I don't – I don't think they're gonna trade up. Obviously, we need a quarterback, but I correct. I don't know. Um, I think we need more offensive linemen. I I've, I've heard Cody potentially to Washington. I don't think with that 16 pick, but maybe a later one. Sure. Uh, Early second round would work. Yeah. Yeah, cornerback too. 
We we need everything to be honest. <laughs> we honestly need everything. Defensive ends were good though. I would think, but I think offensive lineman or cornerback will be with that 16 pick. But we'll see. I don't know. Cody Malk's hair would match pretty well. Would with that. I uh, was actually good. just talking with someone about this earlier on Hot Mike. I would love to see Co- Cody with the Bills. I think his personality would fit so well up there. I believe someone on NFL Network had was talking about yep. the same thing. Like go out play. Smash mouth and uh, smash mouth football, and then go break some tables after the game too. I think, I think he'd be he, up for all of yeah, them. I I would love to see him there. Lose some more teeth? Why not? Yeah, I mean, works perfectly. <laughs> doesn't have to worry about losing the, the two front ones. Logan Campbell, WDAY here with us. Let's switch topics quickly and uh, go to your story on, on Grant Nelson from a, what a week or so ago when you were mm-hmm. when you released that one on uh, online. What did you learn from the process? Obviously, he's going through it for the first time. I think right. the state of North Dakota is going through it for the first time. There's not really been many NBA players from uh, these neck, uh, this neck of the woods. Just what did you take from time speaking with the family there, his process? It's still going on. He's not made any decision or right. anything like that. It's a long, drawn-out process, but what did you learn? Um, it's a big learning process for everyone. So I talked with his brother and his mom and dad, and they were saying when they – started getting all this attention they knew it was going to happen eventually just with the player that grant is but they weren't expecting it to happen so early and like all this attention at one time so they said that it was kind of a lot then they had a family meeting and then his brother decided that he was going to be the one that kind of would be like this fill-in agent for the time until they find an agent so he's been handling all the business stuff they he said that like thousands of agents like the best of the best have been reaching out to them, trying to get Grant to sign to him. So the first order of business was finishing out the season, which they did. Now the next steps are, and he should be coming to a decision. Probably, I'm, I'm assuming at some point this week. They told me last week. It didn't happen last week, so I'm assuming this week. He already signed with an agent. We don't know which ones yet. Decision about what? Which agent to sign a- Agent, with. okay. So it's like an agency. So then wherever that agency is, he'll move out there, train there. I heard LA is like the spot. Don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, he hasn't said where he's going to go. So once he signs an agency, then he's going to decide if he's going to declare for the draft or enter the transfer portal. What what it seems like and what I've been told is that he's going to, to declare for the draft. And for those people that don't know, he can declare and then come back to college yeah. basketball. That's the way I know. You know, NFL, you should declare for the NFL draft. You're kind of, you can't go back to college. NBA is very different. You right. can do that. You can go through like their combine do all that stuff, get advice from people at the NBA level, and then you can come back to college. Right. So, and they got feedback from NBA execs about where they think he'll end up in the draft. His brother didn't want to share that information, which I, I understand. Mm-hmm. So, I what my understanding is that he's going to declare for the draft, see how that goes, and then go move forward from there. Yeah. But he has until I think April twenty third to make a decision. Yeah. Yep. Has a little bit of time here. So a little bit the of same time. thing Max Smith did with ORU. Baylor Shireman did it with SDSU about a year ago. And so we'll see what happens there. But obviously he's going through it. The family's going through it. You mentioned the brother's just like, okay, we're just going to take this whole thing on. I'm going to learn how to be an agent, basically. Yeah. Kyle, you know how crazy that world well, is. So. Yeah, I do. And I definitely didn't get a thousand agent calls. But like, I can only imagine like when you're, I mean, think about the NBA is only two two rounds, correct? Like the draft yep. is very short. So if you're someone that has a chance to get drafted, like, yeah, every agent out there that does NBA is going to want a piece of you. And for, for Grant himself to handle that would be, it would be too much. While he's way training and trying to You're continue to get better. Way too so. much. And then trying – I don't even know how you – I had to narrow it down from like five, something like that. That's and, still and a And that decision. was hard. Yeah. It's kind of like going through the – the, I always compared it to like the recruiting process again. Like when you're in high school and you're trying to pick a college, but it's different because 
you can't go to a school. You can't get a sense of the community, like with an agency. You kind of just have to go with someone you trust, mm-hmm. and that's that's a hard thing to do. So I, I I would commend him for like that's a I think that's a good call to have someone in your family to help him out. Did you get a sense? Let's get a prediction. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think he's going to get drafted? Do you think he ends up transferring? Is there any way he ends up back at NDSU? Like, what did you get I, a sense from talking to him? I don't think he's going to come back to NDSU no matter what happens. I don't think that he will. I haven't talked to Grant personally about what he's kind of thinking. Right. It's just been like with the family. Um, and from what I've been hearing, he's been get, he's been, who he's been talking to. It's like the college blue bloods. Like he's probably going to go somewhere else, but I don't, I don't, I haven't talked yeah. to Grant. I, mean, I think so there's I don't a know. path for him to come back to NDSU. They're always, I mean, I would have thought Max Acemus was gone, right? Right mm-hmm. when they made their run to the Sweet Sixteen, I thought no chance he's back, say for two more years at ORU. There's always a chance you, you come back. I mean, he loves Dave, he loves the program, obviously. And he's from, from Devil's here. Lake, yeah. right. you know the family connection. There's that's a huge part of it too. So I definitely there's a chance he comes back, but obviously, like you said, if if you were to go that route, and it's Duke, yeah. UNC, can it's everybody. And you're getting NIL money now too, so. like. Yes. Lots of NIL money. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I, I haven't talked to him, so I have no idea what he's thinking. But yep. my prediction would be he's going to try and get drafted. If that doesn't work out, then he'll come back. Do you kind of do you wish the NFL did that where you could declare and then I come do. back? I do. Yeah, I think it's a great thing that basketball has. I mean, why not? Because, I mean, especially in the NFL, like, at least give yourself a chance. Like, we've seen people, so like, rise and fall so much throughout the draft process. Like, why not let them go through? Now, the, the thing with college football, like, how do you do that? You're going to miss spring ball. Like I'm sure teams wouldn't love it in turn, but like, so I don't know, but like, I wouldn't mind like at least being able to throw your name in there yeah. and then just be able to come back, especially now within the world of NIL, like guys are, they're, they're signing with agents anyway for NIL stuff. So like you can still sign with an agent and then I think you should be able to come back personally. But again, there, I'm sure there's a lot of logistical things there that would not make sense. Couple other things we want to touch on with you just just briefly. Uh, you've been at a lot of spring ball practices, I know, because I've been there as well as senior there. Uh, your takeaways from spring practices as it winds down to the uh, the final week of spring season. I just think what they're doing with the safeties positions it's like so interesting to me. You know, moving Entire all secondary. These, but. Yeah, but like moving Cole Wisniewski to safety potentially, Darius Givens to safety. He said he likes it better too. Yeah. We talked to him after the practice. When was it? Thursday. I think so. Yeah, they all kind of run together, but yeah. I know. I know a 7 a.m. wake-up call. Yeah. But anyways, I think what they're doing at safeties and just testing out these new players and these new guys, I, that's what's been standing out to me. Um, Cole Pack just came out with an article about, like, tackling and how this spring ball has been the most physical it's been in years, which I think is good. I think they need to ramp up these practices. Yeah. I think the safety position is obviously a very – Critical position, but obviously with with two new guys and the transfer situation that was there, Mm -hmm. you're going to have a whole bunch of uh, conversation about that. And cornerback, Kyle knows my thoughts on Reggie King. We've gone through that whole cycle. (laughs) Yes, we have. Um, uh, (laughs) Wide receiver position, I know you've talked to some guys there as well. Who do you think are the next guys? We know Zach Mathis is going to be Zach Mathis, and I think Braylon's good, Raja's good. you got some experience there, but the young crop seems to be pushing a little bit. So also, you mentioned Raja. He's been like with the running backs too, Mm -hmm. which is interesting, I think, too. Um, With the younger guys, Makai Collins, he's gotten bigger, so I I think maybe we could see stuff from him. Is it Carson Hegerly's turn? Mm -hmm. Do we think? He could push. He was a he was a big time recruit. I mean, he looks the part, does a lot of good things. I wouldn't be surprised. They just need a deep threat guy, Correct. and I don't I don't have a front runner of who I think that might be yet because we don't get to see that much at practice. We see right. the individual drills, so 
I think Saturday might be a little bit more helpful because we get to go the whole time. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they still need to find a deep threat. And as of right now, I don't have a go-to guy that I think will be that in the fall. Yeah, I'd agree with you. And that was it was a deep threat thing. And I think the passing game gets a bad rap. Like they had no passing game. They had a good passing game. Just I don't know if they had the the deep deep passing game. Who that burner? Who right. that major take the top off the defense threat was? Yeah, got a little bit with Eli at the end of the season there, uh, Eli Green, but just didn't have that throughout the entire season. And now you got to try and find out who that guy is, whether it be Makai Collins, Eli Green, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. I just got to figure that one out. It'll yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah, I think it's always – we talk about it a lot as like fans like taking the top off the defense, but just having that threat of someone yeah. that can – I think NDSU has a lot of talented receivers. I do. I think there's a lot of young guys that we haven't seen, and there's a lot of guys that are there that we have seen. But there just hasn't been that maybe that consistent. Deal. I mean, I think back to like when I was playing with Warren Holloway and Zach Vra and and guys are like you you run a gap power a million times and then you'd run play action and hit it over the top and it was there because you you had to you, you had to respect the run game right like you couldn't just sit back with two deep safeties and protect against a deep shot you had to go one on one and who is that guy? No, I we obviously love Zach Mathis around here. Yeah. Um, he's I think he's going to be a big part of it. Is he going to be that deep threat? Possibly. I mean, the size makes sense. Um, but maybe maybe he's one of these young guys. I like your take with Eli Green. I think we saw him take – they mm-hmm. took some shots with him. But that's the fun part about this time yep. of year, spring ball and, and trying to figure out, you know, who's going to be that, that next uh, that next person, that next guy. That uh, first look at that uh, the team for 2023. We'll be getting to see all that stuff as well. Do have somebody calling in. John in West Fargo calling us up. Has a couple of questions for Logan as well. John, you're here with us on the Insiders. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, doing real well. Thanks. Always – good show uh logan you do a very good job thank you reporting uh you know your stuff real well uh you when you interview uh, coach Entz and others uh you do a great job what is your if you can what is your influence in the sports was it your dad your mom somebody else uh where did you go to school? How did you get interested in this line of work? And how did you get way out here from the East Coast? I'd be interested to hear your story. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. We're going to skip right past the where you went to school part because we don't need to hear any more about that school. Um, uh, but <laughs> you guys. <laughs> JMU. We all know it's JMU. Great, great call, though, from, yeah, uh, from John question. in West Fargo. What was your, your influence? Um, Definitely my parents. So my mom and dad. My mom played soccer at JMU, actually. And, but Great sport. yeah, but I think, and my dad played soccer too, but he didn't play at JMU. Um, they so they got us involved in sports when we were younger, and my dad used to have season tickets to Washington games, so he would take me and my brother every Sunday. So that's kind of where my love for football, especially, started was with my dad, and he would just take us to games all the time. I played soccer my whole life, and then I did volleyball in high school just for fun. But so sports have always been a part of my life. But it's funny because I actually wanted to be a chiropractor and do sports medicine. So I went to JMU at first for biology. And then I was just doing so bad at all my math classes. I was like, I'm probably going to switch. So then I was talking to my mom and I was like, I don't really know what to do because I still wanted to do something with sports. And she was like, well, you're pretty good at speaking because like in high school and in like elementary school, I would always be picked to do the speeches at classes and stuff like that. So she was like, why don't you like just check out sports broadcasting? So then I ended up doing that, doing sideline for JMU football, and I loved it. Got an internship with Lindsay Zarniak. She's probably the biggest influence because she taught me the ins and outs of the industry, and she kind of taught me, okay, you're going to have to do, like, the dirty work when you're first getting started. And she's like, it's not glamorous, which if I didn't if I didn't know that by then, I probably wouldn't have stuck with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was definitely probably the biggest influence in my sports career. 
That's pretty cool. How'd you meet up with her? She went to JMU. Okay. And she actually, I was in a sorority. She was in my sorority too, obviously just a few years before mm-hmm. me. And someone told me that she, she was coming to town to do a speech or something. So I sent her, I asked my, not my advisor, my sorority manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. I like asked her, do you have her contact information? She goes, yeah, sure. And she sent me her email, just sent her an email. I said, hey, would love to grab coffee with you and just pick your brain about what the industry is like and getting started and all that kind of stuff. We hit it off right away. She emailed me saying she was looking for an intern, told me to apply, ended up getting the job. So that was pretty cool. How did you connections? Look at that favoritism, (laughs) right? Oh my gosh! (laughs) How did you uh, tell tell our listeners and John? I know he was curious. How did you end up in Fargo? That's funny too. So I was with Washington. wasn't wasn't really doing what I thought I was going to be doing there, and I wanted to get more camera time, more live reporting. And you just get more reps, and I wasn't getting that there. So I was, I was actually at the beach, and I saw a job posting for this for my job. It was originally supposed to be like more of a play-by-play job, though. And I saw, and I was like, oh no, like North Dakota, I'm not gonna live there, because you know everyone tells you you're gonna move somewhere else and mm-hmm. you're gonna start somewhere random. And I was like, oh, I skipped that part. Like I was with like Washington, like I skipped that part. I don't have to do it. And then I kept seeing it when I was at the beach, and I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just gonna apply and see what happens. So I applied get a call the next week saying we want to interview you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like interviewed, it went really well. They were showing me around the newsroom, like introducing me to people. And I was like, oh, okay, it's not that bad. And I obviously knew NDSU was a great program because of JMU. They would always beat JMU. There you go. (laughs) Yep. So I was like, okay, well, it's not like that bad. Then the next, my boss, Jeff, was like, okay, like we're going to be in touch about a second round interview. I'll be in touch with you tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I was driving to get my hair done. And I get a text from him. He goes, hey, Logan, I need to FaceTime you now. And I was, like, driving. I was, like, oh, crap. Like, I can't. Like, I was, like, give me, like, five minutes. So then I go in the parking lot of, like, where I get my hair done. He FaceTimes me. He goes, what are you doing? I'm, like, oh, I'm about to go get my hair done. He goes, okay, well, do you want to move to North Dakota? And I was, like, what? And he was, like, yeah, pack up your winter stuff. We want you to come here. And I was, like, oh, okay. And he was, like, so are you accepting the job? And I was, like, can you, like, give me, like, a few minutes to, like, think <laughs> about this? Something? Yeah, I was, like, okay, I need to That's think about this. That's how they get this. you. They don't have the code. They okay. don't give you a chance. No, no, he was, like. <laughs> don't he was, think like, about it. Just yeah. do it. He literally was, like, all right, you have two days to give me an answer. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, I'm about to, like, have to pack up and move my myself halfway across the country. Which I'm, like, good thing he only gave me two days to think about it because I really didn't get to think about it. And I was, like. I was talking with all these people. My mom was like, just do it. Like, you need to do it. You need to do it. But I was so nervous to move so far away because I've never lived more than two hours away. So I was so scared. But I'm really happy that I did. There you go. There's a story, John. Great question. Yeah, that was a great question, actually. I you could do a whole a podcast time. on just your your move from God, that Virginia was to here. Yeah. That was that was 24 hours straight driving here. And now you just love the weather and the winters are your favorite thing, right? Honestly, I told myself, if I can live here, I can live anywhere. The winters, I don't know how you guys are able to do these winters. Stay inside. Yep. Yep. Figure out a way. Good for you guys. Get you warm. guys, North Dakota tough is a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you can make it through this winter, you can make it through just Neither of these guys are anything. from North Dakota. Well, uh, but uh, we've lived here long city enough. City is close uh, yeah, enough. Okay, Mr. Vargo Davies. <laughs> I've lived in North Dakota for like eight years, if you add it all up. Maybe more than that. Yeah. I've well, seen some things. Yeah. That way. And the thing is, like, you guys don't really know any different, I guess, right? Because you're, you're just- Weather-wise? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything different. It's just normal. Yeah. It's living cr- life. I was mm-hmm. talking with my friends from home, 
And I was like, we just got a, like eight inches of snow last week. They're like, it's been in the 80s and 90s. I'm yep. like, wow, Thanks. must be nice. Appreciate that. <laughs> exactly. And we'll get to the 80s, and then two days later, it's going to be snowy because that's just. But the honestly, time of year the right summers now. here are so much nicer than the summers at home because it is so humid and sweaty back at mm-hmm. home and here it's like actually like enjoyable to be outside in the summer the winter is the pain but the payoff is definitely the uh, the summers yes, around I would have to country. Agree. logan always great when we have you and time flies by i appreciate I your thoughts on all those uh topics i'm sure we'll see you uh, this week out at practices as well and uh, out there on saturday as well for the final one but thanks for coming in today. thanks for having me we'll take a break we'll come back one more segment to go in this hour and then to start off the second hour of the program why I was right, but also still wrong at the same time. All that's next here on The Insiders on Bison 1660. This is The Insiders on your exclusive home for North Dakota State Athletics, Bison 1660. Ram Truck Month is going on now at Corwin Ram, and the deals are hot. Drive off in a new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn 4x4 with financing as low as 1.9% and up to $6,500 off in rebates. That's right, financing as low as 1.9% and up to $6,500 off a new Ram 1500 Bighorn. This workhorse of a truck has the power and towing capacity to get any job done. Shop Corwin Ram's big selection of in-stock inventory now and save online corwinauto.com. Attention all North Dakota veterans. In a partnership with the Veterans Service Office, Healing Hyperbarics is proud to announce all North Dakota veterans can receive hyperbaric treatments at no cost to them. Whether you're treating for post-traumatic stress disorder, post-COVID long haul, or chronic pain, or others, Healing Hyperbarics is your one-stop shop for total body wellness. Inquire with your Veterans Service Office for more information on this grant or find us at HealingHyperbarics.com. That's HealingHyperbarics.com. Here's your Red River Valley weather update on Bison 1660. Your Monday weather in the Fargo-Moorhead area going to be sunny with a high near 50 degrees. A north wind 11 to 13 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 18. Heading into Monday night, it's going to be mostly clear. A low around 31. Northeast wind around 9 to 11 miles per hour. This weather update brought to you by Brady Service Center. Brady Service Center has snacks, chips, and beverages to get you on the road fast. They're your one-stop shop for all your automotive and road trip needs in Moorhead. Are you a great electrician working for a company with a bad reputation? You deserve better. You deserve Rick Electric. In business for nearly 60 years and voted best electrical contractor in the Red River Valley 2022. Rick Electric is hiring journeyman electricians, apprentices, and service tech electricians today. Year-long full-time employees. Employer paid full family health care. Paid holidays and two weeks paid vacation. You deserve to work for the best. And that's Rick Electric. To apply, send an email to info at rickelectric.com. If there's one thing I know about farmers, it's that they are resilient. This is Scott Zalondek with Cornerstone Bank. Farmers are known to rise to ever-changing challenges, whether it be higher land prices and rent costs, risk management, or diversification. Cornerstone Bank offers an experienced team that you can turn to. If you're looking to save, borrow, or spend, Cornerstone Bank will find the best financial options for business, ag operations, and your personal needs. Come see us at Cornerstone Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The kickoff to summer is coming. Happy Harry's Rib Fest. Outdoors at the Fargo Dome. Delicious ribs, cold drinks, and live music. Wednesday, June 7th, it's Parmalee. Thursday, June 8th, it's Jimmy Allen. Friday, June 9th, rock out with fuel. And Saturday, June 10th, party with Lynn. 
just five bucks. Happy Harry's Rib Fest, June 7th through the 10th at the Fargo Dome. Harmony. Say my name. Jimmy Allen. Give you my best shot. Fuel. And lit. See you soon at Happy Harry's Rib Fest. Thanks to Jiffy Lube of Fargo, Cass County Electric, Preference Employment Solutions, Hot Springs Spas, Corwin Auto Group, GoGoRental.com, and Horn Plastics. Bison 1660. Uh, how you remind me? No, no, it's um the fray. It's the fray. You got half a point. If you let me listen to the whole song, I'll get it eventually. Well, we, I know this one too. We we got a show to do. Wait, we do have this. a show to do. Um, and move on. Move on. I'll get it in a second. How you rem- no? It fades yeah. out. Yeah, I've already guessed the how you remind. You got me. how? How you remember? No. Ah, who cares? First hour of the show today brought to you by Rick Electric. When you need electrical work, you need Rick Electric. For over 56 years, Rick Electric has been providing excellent electrical services for homes and businesses. Visit them online, rickelectric.com. Greg, Rick, and his team do phenomenal work. If you're a great electrician looking for a better company, then go team up with Rick Electric. Info at rickelectric.com to look for the jobs they have for you and send your resume in. There you go. What do you got, Kyle? You got it? How to save a life. The ding, 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 ding. Hey, he gets go. the full point. Kyle yeah. leads two to one. I mean, it was a little delayed, but uh, we'll give it to him. The very I, I don't get how you got the Morgan Wallen one. Yeah. It's my that, wheelhouse. That was literally just your mic turned on before mine. Yep. The Actually, no. That, that Then you're blaming me because I am fair. I am a fair mediator. <laughs> so I go on the same time. Well, I know a crazy fact. We're talking about Grant Nelson with Logan Campbell in the last segment. And uh, Grant Nelson's brother is taking over, kind of just secretary stuff, deciding, helping them decide on an agent, helping them tread these waters a little bit because obviously they're, they're crazy waters. There's a lot of great people you talk to, and there's some people who probably aren't such great people and just see Grant as dollar signs, basically, right? Uh, his brother, older brother, Justin Thomas. Not Ooh. that Justin Thomas, but Justin Thomas. No way. There you go. Thought it'd be a cool tie-in for sure you at the very not, least. Are you sure it's not the Justin Thomas? I think Thomas? if it was that Justin Thomas, I would have heard about it. And also that Justin Thomas probably has a busy busy life himself. He probably wouldn't have time to do all of this stuff. Maybe that Justin Thomas that Justin Thomas would probably get him in line with a pretty good agent. Pretty good one. Yes. And a pretty good, you know, set of golf clubs or something as well. Yeah, some awesome get some awesome things from Justin. That Justin Thomas was not in the playoff against at the RBC Heritage, who was in the playoff was Jordan Spieth and and Matthew Matthew Fitzpatrick. Spieth had a two-shot lead with, like, four holes to go. Couldn't hold on. Fitzpatrick played phenomenal. He played aggressive. He put his foot on the pedal. I think Spieth was like, let's just not blow the thing rather than extending the lead. He was like the Minnesota Timberwolves with an 18-point lead. They don't want to build it to 25. They just want to try and hold on to the lead and end up and then losing lose the lead yeah. because of that mentality. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Spieth bogeyed uh, Fitzpatrick birdie. He had the two-shot lead. Then you had a swing right there, two-shot swing. Uh, they basically were tied the last, what, three or four holes. But they get to the playoff. Jordan Spieth had two probably 10 to 12-foot putts to win it. And both, I mean, they missed by literally millimeters. Mm-hmm. And uh, blew it. And then Matthew Fitzpatrick almost dunked it on the third playoff hole. Had about two inches for his birdie. Spieth had like 40 feet for birdie. Missed it. Game over. And that was his, that would have been his first time def- successfully defending a tournament. Fun fact there. Because Spieth won it last year. Because he won it last year on Easter. and that's, On a playoff. That's why Adam Scott said he thought Spieth was going to win the Masters because it was on Easter. Uh, but he also, yeah, you're right. He won in a playoff last year. 
has never successfully defended. Has 13 PGA Tour victories, never successfully defended. And now he still hasn't. But if you're looking from a from different different perspective, Spieth was what top five, top for sure top ten at the Masters. Yes, I and it's been so. a second, so he's in good form. He's in great he just form. hasn't won. It's hard to win. It is very hard to win. But he, he probably should have won though. He's talked about that, you know, and I, you know, take this for what it is. But he said this is the best I've felt since 2017, which I believe it was his last major. He's in good form. He's still the Jordan Speed though, where if you're a Jordan Speed fan, you're going up and down. Roller coaster ride. I'm going to eagle a hole. I'm going to hole out from the sand, but I'm also just going to have a head-scratching double bogey. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of what he does. And he actually hit one in the water. He actually ended up saving par on it, but like he hit one on the water on like 16 or 15. It's just kind of what he does. But he, I love watching him personally. I think it's, it's entertaining. He never stops talking which some people might hate, some people might love. I don't know what he pays his caddy, but he needs to double it because Michael Greller, the name of his caddy, he has to sit there and listen to every little thing after every single shot. Jordan Spieth will literally walk the 180 yards from his approach shot to the green, and he will talk everything about it, what he thought, what what went wrong. Oh, well, I thought the wind was off the left, but it, it, you know, it gusted differently, it switched, whatever. His caddy has to be the most patient man on earth. I think he's one of the better golfers as well for caddies. People have said he's one of the better players in yeah, terms of caddies be. on on tour. But Jordan Spieth uh, blew that one. Matthew Fitzpatrick wins it. You know, he's a good second golfer win. too. So second win for him. He's in great form as well. A couple of weeks until we get to the uh, the PGA Championship and another, another chance to win a free 30-day pass to golf addiction with our PGA Picks giveaway. Had the Masters won. Uh, that was a nice win for Brock Nelson. Other people, though, uh, can also register to win the free golf bag at the end of the summer. Brock's already put into the drawing. He won the Masters Golf Giveaway, got the 30-day pass, and his name is now in the drawing for the free golf bag at the end of the summer. If you would like to be in the drawing for a free golf bag at the end of the summer and also have a chance to win a free hour on the simulators at Golf Addiction, you can do it with a keyword that we will tell you when we come back. That is a tease in the biz. We'll come back. We'll give you the keyword and also where I was wrong, but also right at the same time. All that and more when we come back here on The Insiders, brought to you by Proceed. It's that time of year again. The My Car Constantly Looks Dirty portion of the year. Here's how you fight back against the endless puddles and rain. The Tommy Club Unlimited Wash Plan from Tommy's Express Car Wash. Just download the Tommy Club app, then wash, drive, and repeat. Wash your ride as many times as you want each month. Plus, they've always got free vacuums to use, too. This spring, keep your car constantly clean with the four FM locations of Tommy's Express Car Wash. If you're ready to get off the couch and start swinging the clubs again you need the golf addiction 30 day summer pass your golf addiction unlimited 30 day summer pass is just 50 dollars. you can use it starting may 1st and pay just 50 dollars a month no one else is even close to golf addictions prices food full bar and drink special for fun virtual rounds of golf with your friends and family it's golf addiction buy your unlimited 30-day summer pass today at golf addiction 45th street south in fargo hey business owners you have your banker you have your insurance guy but do you have your door guy now you do 
DabTech Window Services also specializes in commercial door and window repair and replacement. DabTech is proud to be known for their excellent commercial services as on the NDSU campus. Choose the door and window experts that will deliver top-rated products as well as the experienced technicians that do it right the first time. A decade of service with a century of experience. Online at DabTechWindowServices.com. That's DabTechWindowServices.com. Acme Tools is your full-line Honda Premier Power Equipment dealer. Choose from a great selection of dependable, easy-starting Honda mowers, trimmers, and tillers. If it's portable power you're looking for, Honda is the market leader in generators, ranging up to 10,000 watts of quiet, reliable power. And if you need to move water fast, Honda commercial pumps are what you're looking for. See the full line of Honda Power Equipment at Acme Tools in Fargo or online at acmetools.com. Do your best work. When it's time to find a realtor, word of mouth is important. And Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty is a name Bison Nation says often. Todd has helped everyone from coaches and administrators to broadcasters and former players and their families buy homes in the FM area. So many in Bison Nation trust Todd to buy and sell their homes, and you can too. Call Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty today or visit him at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Todd Cattermas with Beyond Realty. Moving the herd one home at a time. Hey, Bison Nation, Andy Retkoff here, and I just wanted to take a moment to say we absolutely love our Thurlton Ethanol Broadcast Center. Love being there every day to bring you the very latest with NDSU Athletics, but we're not the only ones that like to be in the studio. Michael Tutsi with us here live in studio. Scott Anderson joining us, Director of Multimedia NDSU. The Athletic Director's inside the studio. Matt Larson's joining us. I told you we weren't the only ones. Fuel your future and join the growing team at Thurlton Ethanol today by going online to thurltonethanol.com. Hi, I'm Grant Nelson, NDSU Bison basketball player. Whether it's playing basketball or driving in my car, I want to do everything to the best of my ability, on the court and off the court. So when I'm in the car, I up my game with the Drive for Less program from Nodak Insurance. I could save up to 30% on my premium just for driving safely. To me, that's a slam dunk. Download the Nodak Insurance app today. It's the Cash for Cars event at Gateway Chevrolet. All makes, all models. Sell your ride today. Whether it has 50,000 miles or 150,000 miles, Gateway Chevrolet will buy it. Cars, trucks, and SUVs get cash today. Gateway Chevrolet needs good, clean, used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Sell your ride today. Whether it has 50,000 miles or 150,000 miles, Gateway will buy it. The Cash for Cars buying event today at Gateway Chevrolet in Fargo. KQWB West Fargo, KPFX HD3 Kindred, and K224FD Fargo. Bison 1660, powered by Gateway Chevrolet, Cadillac, Nissan, and Hyundai in Fargo. This is The Insiders, taking you inside the lines and behind the scenes of NDSU and around the region. I hang heavy on your thoughts because you are the Bison gods. That should be a penalty. The Insiders. Do you have any other questions? You know it. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? These guys do an unbelievable job and, you know, tune into the Insiders. I did have one. I do not apologize for taking it out of the six-pack. First thing you should know about us is that we have people everywhere. The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. The prices were that shocking. I wasn't listening. I'm an old soul. You- now, here are the insiders. Well, 
We're waiting. Second hour of the Insiders. Monday, start of the week here for you. Andy, Kyle, and Micah. Gang is all here. Logan Campbell in the first hour. Good to hear from her. Tomorrow, Missouri Valley Mix. Tyler Oaks will be joining us as well. Get some updates on Bison Baseball. Been playing really well. Been giving you the updates. I mean, they went against Texas Tech. They just took two out of three down to St. St. Paul against St. Thomas over the uh, uh, the weekend. But I uh, haven't been able to have the coach on for a little while because of all the travel snafus and changing the game times. And obviously want him to have as much time as needed to prepare for their games because it's much more important than uh, talking to us here on the radio. Uh, but I get a chance to catch up with Tyler Oaks tomorrow as well. NDSU softball in action as we speak against SDSU in game two of a three-game set. Latest update for you, Carly Getches puts the Bison back in front with a solo home run to right field and uh, puts the Bison up 3-2. to two. They're now going to the top of the fourth inning. Laney Lyle with a 1-2-3, back-to-back 1-2-3 innings in the circle for NDSU. They lead the Jackrabbits by a point in the top of the fourth game, two of a three-game set. Also, we mentioned it last uh, last break, last segment. We have a keyword for you. If you didn't win the Masters Golf giveaway and you didn't win that free 30-day pass to golf addiction like Brock Nelson did, t- uh, picking four of the top eight correctly, then you can still win and get registered for the free golf bag at the end of the summer, but you got to do it a little bit of a different way. Got a keyword for you. The keyword is golf. So text GOLF to 701-476-1660, G-O-L-F, in case you needed the spelling on that one, GOLF to 701-476-1660, and you'll be registered to win a one-hour pass on the simulators at Golf Addiction can be used starting May 1st through September 30th. Uh, So one-hour pass for the uh, simulator there at Golf Addiction, and whoever wins that uh, pass will also be registered to win the free golf bag at the end of the summer. So text GOLF to 701-476-1660. We'll pick two winners today and two winners tomorrow and the rest of the week, all week long, uh, for a chance to win that one-hour pass and be registered for the free golf bag from Golf Addiction. And, of course, when the PGA Championship comes around in a couple of weeks, we'll also have a chance for you to win a free 30-day pass to Golf Addiction, and you'd also be registered for that free golf bag, but this is another way to get even more people involved in the great PGA golf giveaway. Can't wait. I'm 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 gonna I'm coming back with a fury this 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 major. I, I just I want feel it. more than two golfers to make the cut. <laughs> that's that's my uh, my goal for this next tournament. Hey Chris won uh Mike did you have someone get cut or did you have I think Mike and I might You're, have been the only two that all five made the cut. I believe so. Great golf minds. All five. All five yeah. here. My Great. stats my stats backed it up. Mine did not back it up, but all five made it. It didn't help with Jason winners. Day shot an 80 the last day. Pun intended. Guy got to 90. Yeah. Pun yeah. Nice. I was like, wait, oh, yeah. Had a good day or he had a bad day? Yeah, He's Jason, Jason Day. Day had a bad day. Up and down. Got to nine under at one point. Finished like six over. Well, I booked the uh, second favorite, and he missed the cut. So thank you, Rory McIlroy. Was he, pl- he was not playing at the RBC Heritage. Hopefully he plays this week. No, we we'll have to wait and see. It if he's actually going to be playing this week on the uh, PGA Tour. Uh, this next week is actually a partner event, I believe, for them. Correct. Yeah. It's uh, best ball, if I'm not mistaken, meaning you take the best score on each hole. So it's different than a scramble. A lot of people get those confused. Best ball and scramble are different. Scramble, you take the best shot. Everyone hits from there. Best ball, you play your own ball. 
you take the best score. Actually, I think there might be. I think it's one. It's uh, it's best ball like two days, and it's a alternate shot the other two days, if I'm not mistaken. Meaning, Andy, you hit one off the tee into the trees, and then the next shot I have to hit from the trees. And then when I stick, yeah, you don't want to play with me on that. And then when I stick it close, then you have to finish off the putt. And I probably won't. So which means you'll be finishing off the putt then at that point. Yes. We do already have many people texting in the keyword golf to 701-476-1660. You'll get a bounce back text text message from us just asking for your first and last name as well. So we know who the winners are. We'll announce two winners today and two winners every day the rest of this week. Also, uh, Ron Johnson texted us on the text line, sent us a link to the Vikings' release of their signing of Jawan Williams, the <laughs> cornerback, Jawan already released him. Yeah, no, a, oh, a press release. Okay. A press release. I, was, I, I thought you oh, said they God. already I was like, released wow. him. This has got to be a record. No, uh, Vikings agreed to terms. So there was a press release. Okay. About their signing of Jawan Williams, we talked about in the uh, first segment of the show. That was the big breaking news right before the show. Originally drafted 45th overall by the New England Patriots in 2019. Spent the last four seasons with the Patriots where he appeared in 36 regular season games. One start, totaled 41 tackles, eight passes defensed, and one quarterback hit. He's also 6'4", 208. Lengthy, big body corner out there. Uh, so, uh, you know, young guy still, prove it deal. Seems to be the direction they're going. A lot of young guys on very short-term deals opening up a lot of money for down the road whether that be for a rookie contract or whatever, maybe assigning a different quarterback to a big, longer contract, whatever it is, uh, seem to be opening up a lot of money down the road. Jawan Williams, just another young guy on a, a prove-it deal, he's trying ready, to hold on to the dream. He's ready to shine. There you go. Ready to prove it. It's a good depth signing. Yeah. I'm not going to say I've watched a lot of Jawan Williams. Probably, if I have, it was didn't even know it. But I think a guy with a little experience, play some special teams. Yeah, who knows? He missed all of the 2022 campaign after landing on injured reserve in August. So well, injury sense. history. Uh, so him, Caleb Evans, and Andrew Booth, all with a massive injury history. That's uh, that's good. Probably need a couple more guys to be my guess at the old cornerback spot. And because he can't run under a 5-5, one of those guys will not be Micah Bindi would be my guess. But maybe kicker. We'll have to find out what you make or miss the 45-yard field goal down the uh, down the road. Can't wait to make it. But I did look up uh, Jawan. Uh, I want to say Thornton. Jawan Williams. His 40 time, 464 back when he was in college. So not like a speed guy, but obviously he's got the the physical stature of 64, 211 pounds. Well, so what they want is a press, physical press man corner. So kind of fits that build. A little bit faster than you, though. A, little. a lot of a lot of faster than me. <laughs> Just a little bit. I and a lot if, faster than me. I hope if you're in the NFL, you're faster than me by a lot. I'm sure there's someone out there you're faster than. Guaranteed. You think there's an offensive lineman in the NFL I can yes. beat? Yes. If you could run a 5-4, you could beat someone. I'm not sure how many, but a few for One sure. One guy. Maybe Somebody a punter. You think I could beat a punter? Punters are sneaky no. athletic. No. I think we I don't think, give them a good, I think good most, enough rap. I think most punters would beat, would beat that. They have long legs. I don't, I'm not gifted with long and legs. And they're light, you know, they're usually not that big. Maybe like Sebastian Janikowski, remember him? He's like a 40 something yard kicker, 40 something year old kicker. Yeah, he, older he played until he was like in his late 40s. Yeah. Mason was, Crosby. Yeah. I can run faster than You can than win Mason a race Crosby. against someone in his mid to late 40s. That you would be a, a race there. I would tune into. That would be a good one. Maybe you have a chance. You have a shot on someone that's well into their 40s and doesn't play a super physically demanding position on the football field. But we wanted to get to something else. We wanted to get to where I was wrong, but also where I was right at the same time. I'm not all, letting this fly, by the way. All of last week, we no. talked about with the Minnesota Timberwolves and their playing game scenarios. I, I said they were either going to beat the Lakers, which they almost did, played much better in that game than many people thought, or 
they were going to lose both playing games because that's what the Timberwolves do. And neither of those things happened. And they ended up losing to the Lakers and then winning in the playing game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. So they got the eight seed, which I did not think was going to happen at all. I, I thought there was no chance of that because they've never beaten the teams they're supposed to beat all year. They've lost to the Rockets and the Pistons and all the bad teams they are going to be picking at the top of the draft. But I was also kind of right. No, you weren't. So I was wrong. But their season, basically I was saying their season was going to end in that second play-in game because I thought they were going to lose it. But it it didn't, so you were wrong. But their season did end because they have no chance of winning this first-round series. Oh, come on. I mean, you guys, do you really think it's going to go more than four games? Yes. Micah, do you really I'll buy think that this, right I, now? I, this I predicted five. Go five. Timberwolves are going to win one. I predicted five. It's the NBA. You, you can't, still think you can't that? overreact. Yes, to it's a, one game. Yes, you cannot any overreact team can blow to, any team. to a twenty-nine point line. The, we were just talking what two weeks ago, whatever it was, when the 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 Celtics beat the Bucks by like fifty. You just mm-hmm. got, I mean, now granted, the Bucks also lost game one, so maybe there's something there. Yeah, but, Giannis was hurt. Didn't even play. I think he played eleven minutes in that game. So, but it's the NBA. Come on, you can't. You can't rally. By the way, Michael, when you podcast this later, make sure it says when Andy was wrong, but also wrong, not when Andy was wrong. Oh, I think I'm partially right because right. the season did end. That, that guy point. needs help. They're not winning another game. The rest of this, they're done. That guy does Season is over. Um, they lost by 29 points, and Nikola Jokic didn't even play for the final seven minutes of the game. They didn't even need him. They, they had no reason to. I actually sat down and watched a little bit of it until about midway through the third quarter. They had played... They, they, they played well in the first quarter. Second quarter was pretty rough. They didn't score that many points, but they were still kind of hanging around in contention. I thought, okay, come out, second half, make some adjustments, whatever. The first six and a half minutes of the third quarter had gone by, and they had scored a grand total of six points, made one shot from the field on an NBA game where if you can't score, something is really wrong because they just sway everything towards offense. Fouls are called like there's no tomorrow. Uh, you're allowed to just do about anything on offense. You're even basically allowed to travel nowadays. As long as it's not yeah. egregious, you can take you an extra step. You are allowed step. to travel. Even if it is egregious. Yeah, sometimes yes. even if it is egregious. They Traveling don't care. Traveling is, is Take five steps. Let's go for it. As long as you can dunk the basketball. They couldn't hit shots, and now they're probably going to shoot better in the next couple of games. But they didn't even make the Nuggets sweat. For a second in that are we, second are quarter we, on, are we approaching a Rick off rant? I mean, it was some bad, they're just bad getting, offense. They're just getting used to the. They're gotta get acclimated to Denver. Yeah, that's true. I, game one is an acclimation game. I can speak to that. I played in Denver four times. It was miserable. The elevation, it like everything fit different. Like you get cotton mouth. Like you can't breathe. Like it's tough. How many days were you there before? Normal amount. Is that just day before? Uh, Friday, Friday night, maybe. Uh, actually, Denver, we might have flown in Saturday, actually. So yeah, one 48 day. hours-ish. Or more than 24 I, hours. I think it was. I think we actually went on Saturday. It's not easy. Yeah. Let, let me just put it that way. Like, it's a real thing. It's not yeah. just, like, something people talk about to talk about. Like, it's a well, real thing. But hopefully by Wednesday at 9 p.m. they can be adjusted to it. Yeah, they should be adjusted okay. by then. So, there we go. So look for a, a Just in time to then come back to Minnesota and not need to be adjusted to it anymore. Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna play better in this next. Then they will have lungs of steel. They were just in Denver. Then Minnesota's gonna seem like, oh wow, you have all this energy. You have more oxygen in your blood. If you knew that, yep. So that's why they're gonna play better even at need, home. You need a lot more oxygen in their their blood. We in Minnesota now. Anything? Yeah, uh, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna matter a whole lot because uh, they can't score. And if they needed to, they'll shoot better. Uh, but you need Carl Anthony Towns in thirty minutes, maybe get more than eleven points. 
Uh, you'd probably need a little bit more from Rudy Gobert than eight points as well. 13 rebounds is nice, uh, but got out-rebounded in the game. And it's it's just without Jaden McDaniels. Their, their bench doesn't have a whole lot of punch to it right now. Not a lot of guys come out there. You that. can't be saying, you can't be throwing <laughs> that word out there, Andy. Uh, they did throw an elbow yesterday. Kyle Anderson threw an elbow and got uh, a flagrant at the very least. But um, no punches were thrown. No uh, Timberwolves are harmed in the making of this uh, massive blowout loss to the Denver Nuggets. But the the thing when they signed Rudy Gobert in the offseason, I mean, Kyle talked about this a little bit before the show. Like, not signed. When they traded for Rudy Gobert in the offseason. The, the story coming out of Minnesota from the Timberwolves camp was we've got the Twin Towers. We've got two seven-footers. So I know this is like steering, you know, opposite of where the NBA is going. Everyone's going small. We're going to punish teams. If they want to go small against us, we're going to back them down on the post. We're going to punish them. We're going to dunk the ball in their heads because we got two seven-footers. What they forgot was the three of us in this room have more post moves than those two seven-footers because I've never seen two guys worse with their back to the basket. They got, don't have any moves. I got Can't. some sick post moves, first I'm of all. Sure and you I do. guarantee Micah thinks he does, too. I totally do. Yeah. As, a, as a small, quick guy, I got I got some nasty fakes down low. I could spin right, spin left. Yeah. We could call I'm Jory Collins right now. Jory knows I got the up and under. I got that thing nailed down. I was like 5'10 when I was in fifth grade. I didn't grow anymore after that, and I can't shoot a three to save my life. But I was big when I was younger, so I got post moves, man. I got the up and under. I got some fakes, a little hook shot. Carl Anthony Towns gets a guy that's seven inches shorter than him. He can't catch it on the block because the guy pushes him off the block. And then he takes three dribbles trying to back him down, goes nowhere, and shoots a fadeaway. And Rudy Gobert doesn't, I mean, back to the basket, he's lost. He only knows how to dunk the basketball. They, they don't have their back to the basket. They can't do anything. So what's the point of having two seven-footers? You can't, you can't punish anybody. They don't have any sort of moves. Cat can shoot threes and he can drive to the rim, which is very nice, and he's a decent, you know, pretty decent shooter. But man, you can't do anything down low. It is just tough to watch. Carl Anthony Towns in the post. It just reminds me whenever I think about it, I think of that picture of him backing down Demarcus Cousins, and Demarcus Cousins is just standing there, straight facing. Cat is like grimacing, trying to like kind of like push him back a little bit to create some space, and it just looks like a struggle. And granted, that's a still shot. But it looked like Cat was losing a battle and then just well, a stone faced. Big guys don't have to cousins. try to hold their ground. Smaller guys like, you know, Christian Brown that was guarding them last night, they struggle with it, but they hold their own. He doesn't back them down at all. It's just, you can't do, you can't punish people inside. You have two seven footers and you don't do anything inside. By it's the way, ridiculous. by the way, if you care about stats, so this is kind of validating your. I don't want. I don't always want to validate your Rick off rants, but yeah. I'll validate it right here. Like if you care about stats in the NBA and the plus minus, meaning you know how'd your team do when you were on the floor? Rudy Gobert, any guesses? Anyone? Oh, anyone? Uh, I'm gonna go minus fifteen. Well, everyone's gonna have a horrible well, everyone plus did, minus but for his, the Timberwolves. Guess what his was? Minus thirty-two. 28. Yeah. Minus 28. Well, what, what was that for? What's that compared to the rest of them? Uh, like, so Cat was minus 11. Conley was minus 18. Edwards was minus 12. No one else was even in the 20s. All right. The other highest was Conley at minus 18. Rudy Gobert made one good drive to the basket where he spun and finished over Jokic, but he also elbowed him in the chest, and it probably should have been an offensive foul. Got away with one. Just sent him flying. Um, there's, there's no post moves, so. I was wrong. They did. They did win one of the playing games, but I was also and right because the season came to an end when it's, they won. That no, one. But it's not over. Oh, it's it's, it's a over. seven game series. The fat lady is singing on this one. I'm, I, I'm afraid to say. I admire the Timberwolves going out on a limb and going away from what the consensus is in the NBA is to go small and have good shooters and just be like, we're going to go big. We're going to go opposite. Well, 
it's not really working right now, but I admire their their confidence in, in oh, trying yeah. to go big yeah, and being I different. I didn't hate the idea of it, but if you're going to do it, you need like, like if you had someone like Anthony Davis, which those guys, you know, few and far between, but someone with actual post moves. I mean, nobody that is down low, you, if you can't score inside and they don't know what to do when they get the ball in the block, then it kind of defeats the purpose of getting guys that can beat you from the block. Well, it's almost like it just they, leads to long rebounds and like, then bad defense. They were thinking, well, Cat can score, maybe not the best defender, but Gobert can't score, but he can defend. Maybe they'll cancel each other out. Maybe. Just didn't quite work. At least it hasn't so far. Maybe they come back and they win the next four. Who knows? They're going to win one. This I'll, season's I'll put that out there right now. They're going to okay. win one. Lunch bet? Yeah. Okay, we'll have lunch in studio. One of us. Lunch bet. As long as it goes to five, you just need one of them to, to happen. To That's a I just great don't think bet it's for me. Yeah, got get three more odds. chances. Yeah, great odds on that one. And two of them at home as well in Target Center. I just think it's going to be Micah, you went in on this bet? 4-0 sweep. Lunch bet? Lunch bet. That the is Timberwolves it, will win one game in Win one game. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Well, it was just going to be lunch for all of us anyway, so. Yeah, but now if we lose, we can split it. You can split that means, it. That, no, that, no, that mean, I, think, I think it's just like one person buys lunch, like, Kyle has to buy lunch for you, and then I have to buy lunch for you separately. Oh yeah, we could do that it's too. Fine with me. So two lunches for you. Okay, there so we now go. we're giving you a got, little bit. We're giving you the odds back. A I just little got bit. two lunches out of that deal. Perfect, because the oh, season right. has come to an end. When do they play the next Wednesday? You Wednesday. Said? Hopefully no they're disagreeing. Hopefully they got enough oxygen in their blood. Yeah, they're going to be good Wednesday. I'm, uh, I'm predicting a Timberwolves win Wednesday. No one's disagreeing that their season is over. I'm just saying that they're going to win one game before their season is over. We'll see. That didn't look that way last night with a 29-point. Should have been over that well, uh, kind of drug. So far, your Timberwolves predictions have been terrible. They haven't been that great either. I guess I give you credit on that one. Uh, let's take a break. I know we got somebody calling in. We'll get to that on the other side. We'll take a break here and come back and uh, take some calls, some texts, and some emails as well. You're listening to The Insiders, brought to you by Proceed, home of the right choice and right stuff programs, online at Proceed.net. If you need seed, think Proceed. Where the bison roam. Bison 1660. I think what makes Proceed win is we're different than the other companies in many ways with our programming, our simplicity, our non-corporate attitudes, and our personal relationship building. What Proceed is we bring back the old-fashioned seed buying experience. We're true seedsmen. We care about everything from the sale to the planting to, to following up afterwards. That's what we're all about is just trying to bring that experience back to a personal level. Need seed, think Proceed. Proceed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. We take great pride in really doing uh, all the research and the work behind the scenes to make sure that our products just work. We have our own staff member that helps pick the hybrids and the varieties that work in our area. It's meant for you, not for somebody 200 miles away. We test our seed locally. Uh, we produce our seed locally, so we get to see our production fields, where they need to be, and if they work there. Need seed, think Proceed. Proceed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. The clock's changed, which means the change of seasons is next. Are you ready for the spring melt? Is your sump pump? Do not wait to check this off your list. Let the professionals at Valley Service Mechanical help. If you're not sure your sump pump can handle this year's thaw, make an appointment today so you can enjoy upcoming warm weather without worry. It's easy with Valley Service Mechanical. When your heating and cooling needs help and your plumbing is on the fritz, call Valley Service Mechanical, 701-293-5701, online at valleyservice.net. Spring season is also flooding season in the Red River Valley. For all the latest news and current river levels, go to our website, bison1660.com. Our flood watch coverage is brought to you by Acme Tools, a Honda full-line premier dealership, fully stocked with Honda pumps and hoses. 
Gateway Chevrolet's lot is loaded with new Chevy Silverados. Check out the new Silverados that are more versatile, more powerful, and the best-looking truck with more technology and safety benefits than any other truck in the market. Plus, find out about 0% financing on Chevy Silverados. Or if you're thinking about a new SUV, think about a new Chevy Equinox for a safe, reliable, and affordable all-wheel drive SUV with 1.9% financing. Take a test drive today at Gateway Chevrolet. Find new roads. Details gatewayfargo.com. Now is the time to get the used to bit sales and pond. They have a huge selection of name brand items at low discount prices. Tools, guns, jewelry, electronics, gaming, and more, all priced to move. Payday loans, pond loans, and auto loans, too. Used to bit sales and pond with two Fargo locations. Here's your Red River Valley weather update on Bison 1660. Your Monday weather in the Fargo-Moorhead area going to be sunny with a high near 50 degrees. A north wind 11 to 13 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 18. Heading into Monday night, it's going to be mostly clear, a low around 31. Northeast wind around 9 to 11 miles per hour. This weather update brought to you by Brady Service Center. Brady Service Center has snacks, chips, and beverages to get you on the road fast. They're your one-stop shop for all your automotive and road trip needs in Moorhead. No matter where you work, whether it's at your kitchen table or in the office, you need to collaborate with your team. ProConnect from Consolidated Communications makes it happen. You'll never miss a call when you can answer from your desk phone, laptop, or cell phone. And you can communicate instantly using real-time messaging. Confidently connect with customers over secure video conferences. Golf with your friends and family. It's Golf Addiction. Buy your unlimited 30-day summer pass today at Golf Addiction, 45th Street South in Fargo. Bison 1660. This isn't our sweet spot. I definitely know this song. I, do too. I could probably heard it many sing some of it for you. Is it Biggie Smalls? You got Biggie. Yes. Notorious B.I.G. Good job. That's all. Yeah. I've definitely heard it before many a times, but. What's the name of it? Hypnotize. Ah, yes. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten it. Probably would not have gotten it. I wouldn't have got it either. That's okay. Music's not a thing. Pretty sure that was played. At least weekly when I was playing football in the locker room at practice, whatever. It Does that was go through like a rotation? Position groups get to decide what's played during practice or in the locker room and stuff. I honestly have <laughs> funny. The Chargers locker room didn't have a the. I think the new one did. The original one that we were having in San Diego didn't have a speaker system, so guys would bring in like boom old box. school boombox. Yeah. They'd play whatever. I was not uh, consulted very often. Go figure. Couldn't imagine. One. Is it always the like Seniority. most seniored person, or is it kind of like some like some guys have like the thing of like, oh, he has good music taste, right? So we're just gonna trust. We're gonna trust him. Well, at NDSU, it was basically who was ever. I, I want to say low numbers because the the operating sound system was down on one end of the locker room. So if you're on the far end, you're not walking all the way down. And even if you did, someone could just change it. So it was kind of whoever was in the area just kind of got. There's that person who's like, I, I trust so-and-so to get us pumped up for whatever we need here. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to please everyone, right? Yeah, you're never so. going to. It's the way it goes. Well, one guy who's got great musical taste is on the Epic Company's hotline right now. That's Mark in America calling us in on a Monday. Mark, great to hear from you, sir. How are you doing today? What uh, What's the latest music you've been listening to? Oh, listen, I like both kinds of music, country and western. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely right. love it. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing today? What do, what do you want to talk about? Well, I was trying to get on before the commercial break just to get you guys stopped talking about that other winter sport and oh. start talking about the the real winter sport and playoffs start tonight. Let's go Hurricanes. 
Let's go wild. There you go. That's, that's nice for you to have one on each side, east and west. That works for you. Well, hey, you know, I was still around in Minnesota when Norm Green took the stars away, so I really, really don't like the stars. Fair enough. So yeah, I'm pull, not a big stars I'll fan pull, either. I'll pull for the wild, even though they started after I moved to North Carolina. Um, and uh, just, to, just to beat the stars, and then we'll see after that. Well, thanks, Mark. Appreciate the call. I, I won't be talking any more NBA playoffs, at least not Timberwolves NBA playoffs because the, the season is over. So I appreciate the call. And we will talk some NHL. we got some guests lined up for uh, later in the playoffs. I love the NHL playoffs. I'm a huge fan. A lot of people do. A lot of people say it's massive a, upsets. A lot of people say it's the best playoff system in all mm-hmm. of sports. I did not grow up playing hockey, um, but I can appreciate that. I think, you know, Stanley Cup, it's, it's a big deal. And it's – yeah, again, I think there's an argument to be made that it could be the best playoff system there is. You could be the one seed, it means nothing. Boston Bruins set records for most games won, most points in any season as well. They look like the prohibitive favorites. They could lose to the Panthers in the first round. That's how crazy NHL playoffs are. I don't think they're going to, but they could because it's more likely in the NHL than any other sport. I'd put it that way. It's, it's more likely the number one seed loses early on just because – it takes one lucky bounce of a puck here or there that goes in, and that's really all the, the difference. Speaking of that, I just saw a little tidbit here that I was reading through. Only eight teams in the past 36 seasons have gone on to win the Stanley Cup after having the best regular season record. So there you go. Yeah. Speaks right to what you're talking Happens about. All eight out of 36. The uh, Minnesota Wild get going tonight. You're staying up for this one, Kyle? 8.30 puck drop. Yes. From Dallas against the Stars. Sure, I'll tune in for, okay. a, for a hot minute. It is a late one. That's when it's supposed to start, so probably going to start more like 8.50. That's just crazy. And that's central time zone, by the way. That is central. And both these teams are in the central time zone, but because of the TV and everyone, other games going on, they're getting a late one. That's what they're probably been doing for most of the series, would be my guess, the uh, later start I'm sure I'll so. get a text from you at 11 p.m. talking about Yeah, you'll see it in the morning. Yep. I'll just I'll rant about that one because we just move on to the Can't next wait. one. But, hey, the Twins are going to win the World Series. They just took two out of four from the uh, the New York Yankees. So Yeah, you were pretty excited. Weirdly, I, I didn't get, weirdly I didn't get a text from you after they lost. Nope. I did after they won the second time. Not the not, – not games three and four. No, nope. games three. I was busy. You know, oh, okay. so yeah. I didn't want to bug you too much. That's, That's really what, it, what it came down to. So, uh, but the Yankees are cheating in game three. So they had Pine Tar. Rocco Baldelli got thrown out. I because did of see that. that. Yes. So uh, they have uh, was a pitcher that had a uh, sticky substance on his hands. The umpires told him, "Hey, wash that off before you come up for the next inning." He decided, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to keep it on my hands. And then they said, "Oh, that's okay. You can go out and pitch now." And so Rocco got mad at that because he's like, what do we have the rules for if we're not going to follow them? And the umpire said, that's enough from you. You're ejected. Because that makes a lot of sense. That's how the uh, MLB decides to do things when the Yankees lose a couple of games. So, shocker. Well, yeah, they got to have their yeah. their star it product. Makes, playing. Makes they can't sense, lose so. four in a row to the Twins. No, it's not looking be bad. good. be bad for Major League Baseball. It is kind of I, – I didn't watch the whole video, but it is kind of interesting. Like, you broke the rules, you being the Yankees, and now the Twins are upset about it, rightfully so, but we're going to toss the Twins manager out. Yeah. Not There's not anyone even supposed to be a warning. They gave him a warning and said, just don't come out with it the next time, and then he did. First off, you're not supposed to give him a warning. You're supposed to, if you check him and there's a substance, you're supposed to be an injection. That's the way I thought it was. Put I'm a- okay with giving the guy, a, oh, okay, just wash whatever that is off. Might be a little bit of rosin or whatever, but wash it off. But if he comes back out with it, then it's like, okay, 
We're going to put our tinfoil hats. Is there a conspiracy theory here going on in the MLB? I'm starting to get more like Mike Abindi every day, I've realized. It's fun to be like it that. Is. Oh, I, I didn't see the clip. It was that, This was the third game against the Yankees. Yeah. where So he, one inning, he has something on his Second hand. Second inning, yep. And then he it's comes checked. back out. How did they? How did they? Did they check again? Yeah. And it was still on there. Checked again. Apparently still on. They had to go back and wash him again. And then he came back out. They checked him. And there was like a huddle of, of like ten members of the Yankees around every one of the umpires. And eventually they they check him again. And then he's like, okay, now you're good. And goes out to the mound and he he pitches. I guess so. Yeah. Like what happened to the rule of like I remember Michael Pineda on the Yankees. Yeah. He had the whatever substance on his neck and then he was immediately ejected. I. Thought that was the rule. That's supposed to be the rule, just immediately ejected. But you gotta, know, gotta take, care, gotta take care of your baby. I get it, MLB. Yeah. I understand. I do too. It makes a lot of sense out there. But uh, Domingo Herman uh, was the uh, the pitcher in question on that one, and someone had a, a good tweet about the uh, spin rate on all of his pitches. This was from Jeremy uh, Machino, and uh, Dan Hayes of the Athletic also uh, tweeted this one out. Obviously, we've had him on the show many times. The uh, spin rate in the first three innings for Domingo Herman, and then after the uh, third inning when he was told to wash his hands. Curveball went down 45 spins per pitch. Uh, sinker down 145 spins on the uh, rotation. Four-seamer down 32 and changeup down 77. They all went drastically down on the uh, spin rate after that. That is quite Go the figure. stat. I would think that means there's probably something going on. Who is keeping track of that stat? That's what I want to know. No idea, but apparently they slow things down. They can see the revolutions. Minute. Yeah, revolutions per minute. There you go. That's, That's the Twins news from over the weekend. But they did take two out of four. Off day today, play the Red Sox tomorrow. At least you have a little bit of optimism for our Minnesota sports fans uh, out there. A little bit. A little doom and gloom with the Timberwolves. Still in first They're place. down one game. About to be down two on Wednesday. So. We don't have. We, <laughs> I can't wait for it's lunch. It's not doom and gloom for the Vikings. We have we have yeah. Jawan Williams. Jawan, 6'4 corner. True. 6'4 corner. Things and doom and gloom for the Timberwolves. And there was even more Vikings news today. I'm listening to the Dan Patrick show. Before our show today, Fox Sports Radio, you can listen to it here on Bison 1660. Dan and, Dan and the Danettes back today after being gone last week. They have Todd McShay on, ESPN draft analyst. Obviously, the draft's like a week and a couple of days away, and they're talking quarterbacks. And Dan says, what team are we not talking about that's probably going to draft a quarterback? And who does Todd say? The Minnesota Vikings, because Kirk Cousins on a one-year deal. We're not sure is he going to be back. He was like 23rd in QBR. They could use an upgrade or at least a cheaper quarterback there. They're a team, whether it be Hendon Hooker or they trade back and they take someone, or maybe they even get aggressive and they trade up and they go get a uh, a quarterback. They seem like a team we're not talking about enough. So that was on the Dan Patrick show. And then I looked on the TVs in our Thoroughs and Ethanol broadcast center. Thoroughs and Ethanol online at thoroughsandethanol.com. And... Of course, Good Morning Football on the NFL Network is talking about the NFL draft. What's the biggest question in the NFC this year? Well, Peter Schrager answered that question. We have the clip as well, hopefully in the system. Peter Schrager was talking about what's the biggest question for the NFL draft this year in the NFC, doing the AFC apparently tomorrow. Uh, AFC, Peter Schrager, this to say about the draft. One of those teams that are willing to trade up from 23 to get the third guy. If they have mm. Kirk Cousins under contract this season, which they do, for $35 million and the cap hit has already been restructured and they've saved some salary cap room, Minnesota dropped Cousins' salary cap number by $16 million and gave him his big signing bonus for this year. So, like, at the end of the season this year, and I don't know if you think the Vikings are winning a Super Bowl. Okay. I think a lot of people think they're not. Mm-hmm. Cousins hits free agency. Like, mm-hmm. it's done. It's over. So, that's the case. What are they doing for the future? 
the 23rd pick, you're probably not getting Stroud or Young, but if I got Richardson or Levis Falls, is that the first round pick of the Vikings? Or do they look at their team and they say, gosh, we were close last year. We had first year with O'Connell. Kirk played great. Do we do we run this back and do we say, all right, let's get another player that can help us win tomorrow? Do we get a wide receiver? Do we get a tight end that we can go with Hawkinson and now we've got this two tight end formation? Mm. Um, that is going to be an interesting deal to me because to me, I I look at a guy like Hendon Hooker who might be you know in that 23 range. I look at a guy like Will Levis who might slip. Is that when they pounce or are they going to be the aggressors and are they going to call up the Arizona Cardinals at three and say, oh, hey guys, or hey, here's one. You know, Quessy calls up D'Amico Ryans, who we worked together with at San Francisco, and they call up to two and say, hey, guys, uh, Kirk Cousins has one year at $35 million. I have all the thoughts in the world that he's going to be the quarterback. Beyond that, I don't know. To me, are the Vikings the quarterback Mm. team that we're not talking about? That's my biggest question as we head towards the draft. That's a great question. There you go. Great question. Viking. Everyone's talking about it. And I feel like this is smokescreen season, right, where things get leaked. But this isn't stuff getting leaked. This is a bunch of people at this point. Daniel Jeremiah has done it. Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, Peter Schrager is saying it. Other people have said it on their mock drafts or whatever shows as well. At this point, it's almost like where there's smoke, there's fire. And you feel like quarterbacks becoming more and more likely at some point in the draft. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I'm kind of surprised we haven't been talking about it earlier. You know, it's kind of been it's kind of caught fire a little bit later, you know, as we've gotten closer to the draft. But like yeah. As soon as the news came out that the Vikings weren't going to extend him, this was most likely his last year. Again, like they said, I've said this before too, like unless you win a Super Bowl, you're thinking Kirk Cousins is gone. Is there a quarterback in this draft that the Vikings like? If if there is, it kind of makes sense for them to go grab him, especially if you if it's someone you want to sit for a year. It makes sense. I would put it at, I don't even know, 50-50, but I don't know if it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be shocked. Reminder, we do have an NFL Draft show for you coming up next Thursday during the first round of the NFL Draft. You can uh, go to the show live. We're on location this year live at Sickie's Garage off 45th Street. Uh, that 45th Street location will get there for the uh, draft show on Thursday, the 27th at 7 p.m. Be taking you through that whole first round, see if Cody Malk gets drafted and what the Vikings do. Maybe they, as Peter Schrager even said, maybe they trip to three with Arizona. They trip to two with the Houston Texans because Houston doesn't really love these quarterbacks. They want to get some other maybe uh, ammo to move up next year on the draft and get somebody else. Maybe that even happens. I think that's very unlikely, uh, but maybe that even happens at this point. No second-round pick this year. I don't think they have much ammo, but you could use future picks. You could even use Kirk Cousins as a a trade trade chip to Houston, maybe move up all the way to number two, Micah. I wouldn't dislike it. Uh, I think you can get – I think you can get quite a bit for Kirk Cousins as long as there's a deal in place long-term. Like, he'd have to sign another three-year deal with the Texans as part of the trade. I think that's the only way a team was going to trade for Cousins. They're not going to have him just for one season, obviously. What if he did Kirk Cousins plus this year's first and next year's first? Or Kirk could just be your bridge guy. And you're still getting two firsts. Maybe. But I, I think the Vikings... I don't, I don't know if I'm sold on the Vikings drafting a quarterback early. Maybe they just draft Max Dugan. Then they're like fifth or sixth round, and they're, and, they're, and they're just like, well, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, yeah. Sam. They just draft one of the later guys, and they're like, well, we'll see, we'll see if this guy pans out, and then if uh, the Vikings are mediocre this upcoming season, then well, they'll have to draft another one next year. I do think it's still very, very I – th- I still think the most likely thing the Vikings do at 23 is they trade back to the end of the first round or even trade back all the way to the second round 
and they get multiple picks. They accumulate some stuff maybe for this year and maybe some ammo more for next year. They could move up next year and find a quarterback they really like. I still think that's the most possible. Uh, but I'd say the second most likely thing is they do take a quarterback at this point because so many people have said it now. Todd McShay, again, was on the Dan Patrick Show today and also said that the Vikings are a team that has quietly, many people in the profession, he said, have quietly noticed the Vikings kind of doing their homework on the quarterback class quite a bit for this year. Could just be for a late-round guy. You never know as well, like you said. I think that makes some sense, too. But I think the second most likely thing is they do maybe take a quarterback there. And if Hendon Hooker was 23, I'd be all for it. 23 going on 24. He sits this year, and then he plays the the next year, and he's 25. I'd be all for it. But he's going to be turning 26 during this year, and if he right, sits for the year, then he's going to be turning 27 the next year. And that's still relatively young because quarterbacks do play into their later 30s now, but it's not as young as yeah. everybody else. And and that might be one of their decision factors, right? Yeah. It's like, well, we could we could do it this year, or maybe we sit and just see what happens next year. He'd be 31 by the time his rookie deal is done. Yeah, that's fine. It's crazy. Tom Brady played until he was 45. It sure did. No, that's Tom Brady, yeah. but still. The exception to the rule. It's a possibility. Possibility. So we'll see. I mean, it's still a long ways away. See if Cody Malk gets drafted. Hopefully be uh, linking up with some more draft people later on this week. Cody for next week as well as the uh, draft. A little over a week away. Going to be down there in Kansas City. Again, we'll have the first round for you on our NFL draft show from Sickie's Garage off 45th Street. Brought to you by Royal Jewelers and Jim Beam. Looking forward to that. Myself, Kuljira, Kyle will all be there. Kyle will have flashbacks to uh, getting calls on his phone all day long. Not on Thursday, though. Not on Thursday. Not on the first round. But uh, hopefully Cody goes, and we'll see. A couple of mock drafts have him going in the first round. I still think top of the second is very likely for him. Could be waiting until day two, but it'll be fun to see what he's doing because he's got to be ready, right? He's got he's one of those guys that has to be ready for the first round and getting well, the his phone. His phone will be on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It'll be, it'll be on. He'll be taking all calls. And that's a crazy day for, uh, for Cody Mauk. Let's take a break. We'll come back. One more segment to go on the show again. Keep on texting the keyword GOLF to 701-476-1660. Text GOLF to that number, and you're registered to win a one-hour pass on these simulators at Golf Addiction and be registered to win a uh, free golf bag at the end of the summer as well on our PGA Picks giveaway. Again, the keyword is GOLF to 701-476-1660. Pick a couple of winners when we come back next. This is the Insiders on your home for NDSU sports. Bison 1660. The clock's changed, which means the change of seasons is next. Is your air conditioner ready? Don't wait until it's too late to get it checked off your list. Let the professionals at Valley Service Mechanical help. Make your appointment now for your annual air conditioner tune-up to ensure you can enjoy the upcoming warm weather and comfort. It's no sweat with Valley Service Mechanical when your heating and cooling needs help and your plumbing is on the fritz. Call Valley Service Mechanical, 701-293-5701. Online at valleyservice.net. Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home proudly supports the Bison and appreciates the commitment each student makes to its success. Whether in the arts or other campus activities, these students are our country's future and deserving of our support. Hanson Runsvold is dedicated to helping families look to the future with hope and remember what we do today shapes our memories for tomorrow. Add the Bison experience and live life to the fullest. Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home, an experienced and caring staff with a distinct attention to detail. Are you a business owner with remodel plans in the near future? 
When it comes to your electrical needs, you only need one call, and that's to JDP Electric. JDP's team of professionals will work with you closely and are able to follow a strict timeline to get your project done when it's needed. That way, you don't have to worry about closing your doors and missing any customers or sales. Put your company in the best hands by calling JDP right away. Call 701-232-1991 today to experience the JDP difference or online at jdpelectric.net. Where will the next generation of pro bison land in the NFL? Find out with our Bison 1660 NFL Draft Show, live from Sickie's Garage for the entire first round on April 27th at 7 p.m. Our NFL Draft Show is brought to you by Royal Jewelers and Jim Beam. Will Cody Mount be drafted? Where are the good landing spots for other bison hopefuls? Find out with us on the NFL Draft Show, Thursday, April 27th, live from Sickie's Garage on Bison 1660. Looking to add some light and brighten up the inside of your home? Maybe you have an outdoor project or you're looking to update in the garage. Then the team at JDP Electric should be your first and only phone call. JDP Electric makes the process easy. Their dedicated team of professionals can assist with any size project or idea you may have and even provide a few ideas they see that fit your budget as well. Don't mess with the electricity. Make sure to call in the pros. Call 701-232-1991 today to experience the JDP difference. Tired of striking out on the search of your dream home? Step up to the plate with Todd Kattermas with Beyond Realty. Todd's expertise in the Fargo-Moorhead real estate market ensures every client has their bases covered. If you're taking a swing, why not swing for the fences? Todd Kattermas is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Call Todd Kattermas with Beyond Realty today at 701-371-4234 or visit him at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd Kattermas with Beyond Realty. Moving the herd one home at a time. Experience is what builds the future of glass at Cardinal IG in Fargo. Cardinal IG is leading the industry in the development of superior glass for the residential window industry. Their highly motivated and talented employees design and manufacture the best glass in the industry. This April, Cardinal IG would like to say thank you to Augustin Kebiseri, Aaron Monkman, Kali Momo, Georgia Gunti, Shepard Shepard, and Ramaji Yurangar, who are all celebrating their first year at Cardinal IG. To view open positions or to apply, visit CardinalFargo.com. In 1953, Bill Samuels created a simple bourbon, while Margie Samuels worked on her creative vision. A bottle, hand-dipped in red wax, wrapped in a hand-cut label, filled with handcrafted bourbon that elevated flavor and remains unchanged as of today. Aromas of woody oak, caramel, and vanilla, with a taste that is sweet and balanced with caramel, vanilla, and fruity essences. Every barrel of Maker's Mark is aged to taste, not time. Maker's Mark, the star of your home bar. Please drink responsibly. Possibly. Bison 1660. Breaking Vikings news. Irv Smith Jr. signs a one-year contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if there's actually breaking news, but it's in front of me on the uh, TVs here at the Theroldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. Theroldson Ethanol produces 175 million gallons of ethanol per year, roughly 400 tons of livestock feed per year. You can fuel your own future and join their growing team online at theroldsonethanol.com. The Vikings did sign Jawan Williams, 6'4 corner, former second-round pick of the New England Patriots. Signed him earlier today, I believe, to a one-year deal. So adding to that cornerback depth in the, uh, the, the cornerback room for new defensive coordinator Brian Flores. Love that signing. Going to be a future pro bowler, I'm sure, for the Vikes. 
a fun show. We had Logan Campbell in here earlier today as well. If you didn't hear that conversation, went through a lot of stuff. NDSU spring ball storyline. She's very interested at the safety position like all of us are. I think wide receiver is an interesting spot with some of the young guys, I think, pushing a little bit more uh, for some playing time. And, you know, who's going to be that big, deep threat, take the top off the defense kind of guy? Talk to Grant Nelson, that old situation, that saga that will be unfolding itself over the next couple of months. And also, her thoughts on Washington being sold. And now I'm kind of turning into uh, Kyle when he's watching us watch Minnesota sports, and you're kind of just cheering for the meltdown. I'm sort of cheering for Dan Snyder to pull the plug and say, no, I'm going to hold on to it for a little longer. You know, if someone wants to pay $7 billion now, what's to say they won't pay $10 billion in a year and just hold on to the thing for a little longer? Well, I don't know about 10 but. Well, I never know. Maybe 7 Throwing money around. One. So 7.2. Something like that. Yeah. I I guess I don't really, I don't really have a strong feeling one way or the other. If what they, if he stays? No, this is the ultimate, probably evil cynicism thing here, but. What if the person who buys, because every Washington football team, command, whatever, fan of the team, everyone's cheering right now. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to our franchise in the history of it. Well, what if the new Super owner Bowl. comes in and moves the franchise? <laughs> Just saying. That's not happening. That's too good of a market before. to leave. I, I would agree Where with are they that. taking them? St. Louis could use another one, right? St. Louis doesn't have a team anymore. Yeah, but you're going to move a team from the D.C. area to Probably St. Louis, not. like business-wise? I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know where this – was it Brad Davis? The $7 billion – I don't know where this guy's from. Maybe he wants to move a team. He's so Brian Davis. He's a D.C. Brian native. Davis. He's a D.C. native, well, I'm pretty then sure. he's probably not moving. He's probably not moving. Probably not Although, I mean, the Rams did move from L.A. to St. Louis yeah. at one point and then back, but it has, ha- it has happened before. I don't yeah. see that happening this time. Moves him across the pond to England. Ooh. Now that's a hot. The take. NFL has talked about wanting they to expand. Sure now have. I don't think it'd be Washington. I think Jacksonville makes more sense, but definitely well, go possible. over there all the time. I don't think the team. NFL needs more teams. There's already enough parity where you have really, really bad teams, right. and then you have the best teams. Well, when I don't more think more need... teams, you just move a team. Yeah, just move a team. I guess if you're moving way. a team, but then you're just increasing travel costs. Well, yeah, they, I mean they've talked about moving an entire division over there. This person's paying seven billion dollars for a team. I don't think he cares about travel costs. Well, they're making. Well, I think they care about making money. They so, do. Uh, they probably make less money. I think because uh, you have more costs. I don't. I don't. I don't see the vision of going over there and like making American football worldwide. I just. I don't see it. I don't either. There's other but sports that are dominate the world like soccer. The thought. You just never know. Well, the thought is we're a business. What do, be bu- the, what do businesses do? They expand. You'd they be the in- only team for an entire country. Exactly. Or you the fans you'd have. There I mean, go. those London games do very well. There's very. a reason they keep going back. But, there, I mean, I agree. I mean, logistically, I'm not sure how that would work out. It would be kind of a nightmare, and you got to throw in the time difference. Like, you can't just be, oh, hey, Chargers or what? some West Coast team. We're going to move, I think, was it eight hours, I think, mm-hmm. time difference? I'm like, like oh, we're going to go play a game there, and then we're just going to come back and – Keep playing our schedule. Like, yep. There's a lot that would happen. Monday night football it. game and come back. And it, logistics are terrible. It would be and if a team, throwing something out. If a team moves there, are players going to want to play? They're like, then you have to move you and your entire family to a different country. Does I don't know if a lot, a lot of people want to go through that headache. I don't of think like, they'd want to, but yeah. So then there'd be the argument like, are you going to get any any free agents that really want to do that? I mean, if you're drafted and someone's going to pay you X amount of dollars, you're going to do it. Like, I would have done it as a rookie. If I'm older, I'm married, and I have kids, and all my family's back in the states. Would I really want to do that? Absolutely not. That'd be kind of cool if you're young, you're single, go hanging live. on to the NFL dream, I'll like go, Jawan Williams. Yeah, I'll go live in London for a year, two, or four, whatever. Sure, but you get some of the older free agents have families. Yeah, I don't know. I, you might 
You guys need to stop poking holes in my dream, okay? We are. This is your dream is for them to move an yeah. NFL team to overseas. I just want to see the reaction. I'm in it for the meltdown. They should. Kyle's in it if for they the were going to go watching us watch. They're going to go to a country. They could go to Mexico since it's right there. They sure could. It's right there. Yes, it makes more sense. But my dream was across the pond, playing there in England. And after that, then Germany. Just why not at that point? Um, we do have two winners though. We said the key word was golf. To 701-476-1660. Text GOLF to that number, and you are registered to win a one-hour pass on the simulators at Golf Addiction Indoor Virtual Golf Bar and Grill. And the winners of these are also registered to win the golf bag at the end of the summer as well, part of our PGA Picks giveaway with Golf Addiction. We have two winners every day, including today. Drum roll sound effect, going to be on the button bar. Thank you very much. We've got two of them. The first one goes... To Steve Ostendorf. Steve, congratulations. You're a winner. Hopefully I pronounced the last name correctly. Steve Ostendorf. And the second one as well will go to David Calderwood. Those are our two winners for today. Steve and David win a couple of uh, one-hour passes on the simulator there at Golf Addiction. And uh, you can also do the same thing and win these tomorrow. We'll give away two more. You can win them, and you can be registered to win the free golf bag at the end of the summer and get a free hour on the uh, simulator just by texting the keyword GOLF to 701-476-1660. Two more tomorrow and every day this week. Go get that game dialed in. Darn right. Yeah, I love playing on the simulators. Use the three-wood that's adjustable. Use that $5 three-wood like Andy Rickoff has. $5 wedge. Okay. Spent $6 on the three-wood. Get oh, it right. God. You're really breaking the bank there. 50 you can barely buy a golf ball for that much. Oh, I got mine for 25 cents. What are you talking about? Well, what'd you get? I have no idea. Nike the Mojo? Random bag of them. Yeah. They're half, you know, cut in half and chopped up like a gator bit on them. But, I, don't you think know. You're, oh, uh, I don't think your game's looking too good going into the summer. Never has. Uh, that'll do it for us today on the show. Big thanks to Logan Campbell stopping by again inside the Theroux and Ethanol Broadcast Center. Been fun being on the Horsch Cam with you as well. Horsch, Farming with Passion Online at Horsch.com. Back again tomorrow, Missouri Valley Mix. Tyler Oaks talking some baseball. Recap the softball games from today as well. Whole lot more tomorrow on the program. Coming up next, it's Colin Coward, The Herd, with Fox Sports Radio. Theraldson Ethanol is a leading ethanol facility located in Castleton, North Dakota, producing over 170 million gallons of ethanol per year. They're currently seeking a maintenance technician to join their team. This individual will be responsible for performing repairs and maintenance on plant equipment to ensure maximum